Well, why not take a break? Pause that game you're playing and instead listen to Nintendvania. Welcome to the show. This is a fortnightly Nintendo gaming podcast. I'm your host, Josh, or JT, if you like. And welcome to 2024. We got back a week earlier. Uh, there's so much on, so much happening. Um, I wanted to get the show back ready and going early for 2024. Um it's going to be a pretty special year, I feel. I feel like there's going to be some pretty good surprises on the way. But before we do all that, we're going to celebrate a few things that were 2023 for last year. So uh, we're going to reminisce on some really amazing games and, and what a superb year it was for Nintendo. And we've got some awards to dish out. So uh, listeners of Nintendo have voted and they've decided on some winners for some games in the Nintendo Awards. Then we're going to predict 2024. We're going to look at what we think is going to happen this year. Um, spoiler alert, we're predicting a Switch 2 maybe coming up later. Um, we did the same thing for 2023. We're going to see how we did with those predictions. And then for Weird Nintendo, the NES version of TESS gets beaten. I didn't think this was possible, but this is a pretty cool story. And then we're going to go over the kid who did it. Um, then gets beaten up by the media, which I think is a bit of a poor form like them. But to help me navigate through this episode, I'm joined by a very special guest. This person is a self-proclaimed Nintendo boy and Game Pass enthusiast. They've had an epic gaming year in 2023, playing a wide range of Switch titles. I couldn't think of anyone more qualified to join me today. It's uh, Buck making his second appearance on the show. How you going, mate? Mate, I'm doing really well. Good to be here talking 2023. Probably, I think, my favorite uh, year of the Switch. It was, it was unreal, wasn't it? I was just... Uh, I don't know, when uh, so many people thought it was down and out, the Switch is going to die and suffer a slow death. Uh, Nintendo just uh, does, you know, all the things they did last year, releasing all those amazing games. And so um, for those who don't know, I uh, in our Discord, we shared our year in review. Nintendo does this in December every year. Um, I shared mine. I think I nearly got 600 hours from January to November last year playing a lot. I play a lot on my Switch. Then I see uh, Buck's uh, year in review in uh, oh, no. nearly 800 hours or something. <laughs> that was, uh, is, is that right? 700 and something? I think. Yeah, just a bit short of uh, 800. I think if we had the last couple of weeks of December, I probably would have easily hit that. So, Oh, easily. I um, I, yeah. Al- yeah, I always joke with uh, Michaela, my partner, that uh, you know, th- these aren't the year in reviews because December never gets counted. Like, I hate that. It's, yeah, you know, it should be January, the year in review starts, and it's the whole year that's just gone. But that's just my little... Uh, I completely agree, completely agree. My little annoyance. But um, you um, you played a whole wide range of games, and then and that's just Switch as well because you're, you're Game Pass as well on uh, your Xbox or PC then, aren't you? Is that... Uh... Yeah, I think I, I hit... Um... Somewhere 600 and something on on the Xbox as well. Um, yeah, we thought it was going to be a quiet year. Um, and I was like, here we go, backlog. Yeah. I'm finally going to like <laughs> get to my copy of Shin Megami Tensei Five. Nope. Uh, Nintendo nah. were just like, oh, we're going to drop a game a month for you. Good luck with that. Yeah, all the best. Uh, that uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five is never going to get touched at this rate. Um, it's, and no, uh, I don't think I'm ever going to play it. I'm yeah. just looking at me now. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> nice cover. Can you appreciate that at least, I'm sure. But um, thank you again for coming on, Buck. I really appreciate it. Um, for those who don't remember, you're a uh, um, you study radiology. That's right. You're uh, yeah. So um, I finished. Yeah, I finished that uh, my masters about halfway through last year. Yeah. Um, and then I had a month off between that and then starting my 
I got a full time position uh, at a hospital in Sydney. Oh, good on you. Um, That's great. Yeah, and so that keeps me busy four days a week. And and I think it, this kind of adds to how I can hit 800 hours on the switch. It's about an hour and 45 minute uh, one way commute, so I have a bit of time four days a week to uh, smash through some RPGs. Yeah, that's right. It's uh, you know you, you're doing it because you have a long commute and you need to keep yourself entertained. And uh, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, of course. <laughs> I. Uh... <laughs> No, I, I, I do, like, I'm so close to the city, but so, so it's not really worth me by the time I pick it up. It's, I'm pretty well there, but uh, I do see every now and then uh, switches and then a 3DS every now and then. I do see someone uh, pick one of those bad boys up and, uh, you know, they're so easy and um, portable, aren't they, to, to play and, and enjoy on public transport anyway. So um, Yeah, I've been getting the 3DS out a bit. It's good to yeah. have, like, a pocket-sized... Yeah, it's a shame. I haven't seen too many though, so I'm not getting those street pass numbers up. Yeah, not like the uh, like the old days, that's for sure. But um, yeah. it's a good uh, t- uh, tangent, I suppose I can call it here. Um, I have icebreakers that I like to do. Oh, that's the wrong button. I'm not used to it this year. Which one is it? No. Nope. Ice climber breakers. I did it. There you go. Third one. Um, <laughs> So it is just, I just ask you some Nintendo questions so people get to know a bit more about you and I can grill you if I don't agree with you. But uh, I don't know, we'll see how we go. Uh, Street Pass or Miiverse, which one would you bring back if uh, Nintendo does bring something in their next console? Oh, for me, it's going to be Street Pass. Street Pass? The the amount of sw- yeah the amount of switches I see on the train, especially like when um, Tears of the Kingdom got released this year. And I just, you know, I want to see their me. I want to see their yep. game time and just like build up those friends and then have a little, get them into a mini game and stuff. Yeah. So yep. Street Pass for me. Nice. Nice. I um, I love Street Pass. I never really got into Miiverse. And so I feel like I, I don't really know that the full potential of Miiverse and what it could have been. So uh, I'm with you on the Street Pass there. Um, I always laugh because I, I think I watched some video the other day, um, you know, like third party um, or second party developers helping Nintendo make a game. I think it was next level, and uh, they freaked out because they street passed Shigeru Miyamoto, and they got his uh, uh, his me on their 3ds, and th- and that was just like they were absolutely chuffed that Miyamoto um, let them street pass, and uh, like it's on their 3ds now forever. Oh, yeah. I thought that that'd be a cool thing to get to some famous Nintendo That's people beautiful. stuck in your 3ds. Yeah. yeah. Um, that the uh, what's the most niche Nintendo series you like more than most? Is there one that like people like don't understand why you like so much? Um, my answer, if there were more of them, I really, really got into like pocket card jockey on the 3DS, like a crazy amount of time. It's a solitaire horse racing simulator. Um, but as that's not a series, I probably think, um, I'm going to go with the bravely default series. I know it's Square Enix, but in the West it's published by Nintendo. So I'm going to count that. And I think like most people see it as like a, a lower tier RPG, but I will be out to bat for that like every day yep. of the week um yeah nice. i think it's like my bread and butter it's just like you know a team of four people coming together their first battle is a rat the last battle is god and the power of friendship wins you know i love all those rpg tropes um but they mastered like the 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 turn-based battle mechanics the job system and you could like times for your time when you're battling so it speeds up that's oh, like okay chef's kiss for me yeah, so like good quality of life things going yeah. and uh, yeah, like it, it's Square, they do the RPGs so well, so amazingly well. And uh, you, you're, you're, I think you're right, I don't hear a lot about the Bravely 
series. I think it's you know we had the, no. the second one recently on the Switch, but uh, you know not to not to not a lot of fanfare. So I think um yeah I, th- I think think you're on the money there. Nice. And then um I want to thank everyone for supporting the show and uh, making it what it is. Uh, whether you're in our Discord participating in our fantasy critic or. Uh, watching, listening, liking, anything like that. Really appreciate it. Um, all the support has uh, made this producing of the show so much easier, so much more enjoyable. So um, thank you, everyone, for that. Um, Buck, I've had a lot of time over my break to play some games, and I hope you have too. I, like, is there, was there something you were, yep. like, you managed to like, uh, like tick off your, your bucket list, so to speak, over the, over the break? Okay, over the Christmas break. Yep. Yeah, I um, I there's a couple of 3ds games uh, I've wanted to to get. Yeah. Um, you know, I my my news resolution really was uh, the year of the 3ds backlog. I'm going to finish it. Uh, so I started with the Attack of the Friday Monsters. Yeah. It's uh, something I've wanted to play for a long okay. time, so I got through that. Yeah. It's good fun. Um, What's it about? Started Dragon Quest Eight. That's. It is. You're a little kid that's moving to a new town. Um, it's in like countryside Japan, just on the outskirts of Tokyo. Um, and every Friday, these monsters attack the city and everyone's really cool about it. Um, okay. And then there's like some card mechanics. It's just classic weird Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just truly yeah, bonkers. Yeah, no one else can of think a, of it. I really didn't understand the ending. There's aliens, there's monsters, and um, you know everyone in the town is just acting like this is all regular behavior. Yeah, nice. So it's good fun. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so that yeah that um, got through Venba, um, which is on the Switch, yes. also on Game Pass. Yes. It's just nice little visual novel. Make sure you bring tissues because it was a bit emotional. Mm. Um, uh, so that's really good. What else? I've heard um, that's really beautiful. So you make my... Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent recommend it. Try it's. I think it's like for it's only about two hours of, of gameplay. It's about twenty two dollars on the eShop, so maybe mm. you know look for a special or, or get it on Game Pass. Yeah. Um, almost to the end of Atelier Riser. Shout out to uh, Drew from the House of Mario. Yes. He was um, singing up that series all last year, so he was. I decided to give it a go, and yeah, love it. That's really good. Oh, nice. That's um, awesome. I love that. And yeah, and making my way through Baldur's Gate three. Slowly. Slowly. Yes. How's uh yeah. how does that compare to like your switch titles? Is that um just does it live up to all the hype that everyone has for it? Do you, are you agreeing with it or is it a bit slower for you to get used to? When it's at its best, it's like some of the best storyline and I do love how every decision you make will have a flow on effect. Yeah. It is a bit janky though. It's, really? It's playing on console, yeah. it's a bit janky. The bat- the battles are slow and the traversal's pretty slow, and it's a bit buggy from the second act. But um, I'm going to hold my judgments because I'm really liking the story. Yeah, nice. That's um, yeah. that's good. I think uh, it's it's the opposite for us Nintendo fans, isn't it? It's like the gameplay is really good and the story's kind of lacking. So when it's the other way around, I, I always find a little uh, oh, I'm not quite used to this and. Uh, um, Gets a little annoyed sometimes, so um, uh, hopefully it uh, keeps picking up for you and uh, you keep enjoying it because uh, I've only heard amazing things. All right, I um, I had a lot to play over the break. Um, I I had to finish Tears of the Kingdom. I just I just gave myself that task. That is all I had to do. Nintendo yep. Switch wise, anyway. Um, and so I did that. 
but man, that took me ages. I, I uh, like not not because I didn't want to do it, but because I kept doing other things I wanted to do in this game, and it was just one of those like 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 Ganon's right there. I can do this last mission. Um, I, and I knew it was the last part. Not not you know not thinking you know. I definitely knew it was the end if I did this one, and so. But, you know, just getting distracted, um, wanting to do all the shrines firstly, but um, outside of that, the great fairies, I wanted to, like, like uh, get all the stats up for all my clothing, armor, as much as possible, and that was just fun doing that, and you're at stables, I'm talking to, um, doing the reporting, the journalistic missions, side missions, working out where Zelda's gone, all this sort of stuff, I'm just getting absolutely lost in it all, and it was... Um, yeah, it just, just really brought back for me how amazing and fun this game is. That's, uh, you know, I was just delaying this inevitable. I didn't really want to finish the game because it meant I was probably not going to pick it up ever again after that. So I was the same. Yeah. I didn't want it to end. Hey. Yeah, it's uh, you want this little, like, this large farewell tour. You, you, you want to say goodbye to everyone. Do everything you can before uh, you do that final mission because once you beat Ganon, it, it's done and, you know, you feel like, I don't know, it's not quite the same, I feel, anyway. And so... Yeah, and you yeah. think, like, oh, how long until I return to this game? You yeah. Know? So you want it to, yeah, you Correct. just want to kind of immerse yourself in the world as long as you can. Yeah, that's right. And so um, it got to, like, the second to last day of my holidays. I thought, no, I'm ready now. So so I bit the bullets. I, I did it. Um, I love the ending. I think it's so beautiful and uh, full circle. And, and it's just um, without... I'm not going to spoil anything here on the show because I know a lot of people seldom finished yeah. it because uh, it's such a massive game. But... Um, yeah, please look forward to it. If when you do get to it, it's 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 so great. I, uh, I, 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 beautiful, beautifully poetic. I thought was uh, the ending. Um, without without saying anything, I don't want to want to say something without saying something here. So yeah, completely yeah. agree. Moment of moment of the year for gaming for me that ending. Yeah. Um, just wow. But yeah, I was the same. I had to like, I don't know. I fell in love with the game like four times last year. I do. I think I stretched it out. So I do like one temple. And then, um, so I did the Wind Temple, and then yeah. I'd play another game or two and give it a month off and then come back and do and go do the yeah. other temple. And then towards the end, yeah, like I had to get the band back together, I had to do the, the journalist yes. missions. Um, and then only then I was like, okay. And I, I did all the t- um, all the shrines as well. Um, yeah. And then I felt like, okay, it's time to say goodbye. What a game. Yeah, that's it. Like, uh, yeah, I've... Uh done enough I've, i collected all the the, the baubles getting uh oh not all of them sorry enough to get uh, all the uh masks and the um the, the outfits that uh that the crazy dude wherever his name is uh oh yeah, yeah, you, yeah that's a good he, outfit he's a he's hilarious um so, so yeah that that was the main things so, some of the bosses to get um most of the um sage spirits as well um leok battles i uh, i really struggled with them though that was um oh, they're, they're hard i uh, uh, oh, yeah. The hardest thing for me was doing um, that. I completed. Sorry, was the uh, Colosseums of Lionels. That was um, that, that. That was unreal. That was me just stocking up on everything and uh, um, uh, Sunderlions to ensure that the um, uh, I wasn't going to um, get poisoned and my health could get restored with the gloom and things like that. Um, I was absolutely just uh, item after item, just chowing them down to ensure I could get through the uh, that Colosseum because it's. Uh, it's, it's not easy. It's, uh, you know, you've got to get the bulls Good eyes. effort. I, uh, I don't think, no, I couldn't do them. I couldn't do them. <laughs> no, like, Above my pay grade. Yeah, I, I felt I felt like it was pay to win. Like, I've uh, played this game for so long, I had all these items now, I could finally use them and uh, just, like, redeem everything and uh, 
and get it. So uh, it was very satisfying um, and uh, just um, glad I played it again recently to talk about it now, upcoming, because uh, like I know recency bias is a thing. And um, uh, for some of these earlier games so long ago, it's hard to sort of, uh, you know, if you, if you really enjoyed it, it's been so long to sort of, uh, you know, firstly remember that or maybe uh, express that when you talk about it. But I'm very glad I managed to finish that one uh, recently and now it's done thankfully so uh, very happy with that um the other one was uh cyberpunk i uh, gave myself the task i'm going to play some non switch non nintendo stuff because uh, with the show it's very much easy to sort of uh, uh play just nintendo stuff and not not to go outside and so i um started cyberpunk and put a decent 10 or 15 hours into that um mostly enjoyed it i think uh you know um, when it let me play, uh, sometimes I'd get to the title screen. It wouldn't even let me select start game. So that was, that was a great start. And, uh, oh, no. um, <laughs> uh, just, just, just made me think that, you know, this whole next gen PS5, Xbox series X, I don't know. I, I just know uh, it's, it's so graphically amazing. I get that, but it just means there's other issues with it. It's loading screens. Uh, you know, it's just hard bugs. It's, you know, Nintendo just doesn't have that yep. stuff. So I just, I just, it just made me reflect a little that Nintendo's maybe in a bit of a sweet spot. And especially now with AAA games being so expensive, um, Nintendo doesn't really have that issue. They can, you know, obviously Zelda's their AAA, their Mario's got a AAA sort of status and they spend a lot of money and time. But, uh, you know, not every game is a AAA that they do. And uh, they, they just do it well, I feel. Yeah, we, we bought our copy of Tears of the Kingdom. We went home, we put the cartridge in. Yep. The cartridge yep. slot, we turned it on, and it worked. I didn't run Amazing. into a single bug in that game. <laughs> no, and, and there should have been, and there, there really should have been, and, and there wasn't. And, uh, mm. again, that just makes me uh, marvel at how amazing it is. But um, uh, yeah. I'm slowly getting into Cyberpunk, enjoying the sort of the story of that a bit more. And uh, I had my brother, who loves the game, come over and explain the concepts to me and what to do a bit because uh, – he did that with me for Game of Thrones, and that helped me get through season one because that was so uh, heavy with the uh, dialogue and character references that I had no idea what's going on. But uh, he managed to help me with that, like he has with this, and so that's been that's been good. I'll uh, keep chipping away at uh, Cyberpunk in between some things. Um, I think I need to give that game a go as well. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, um, I I I played it when it first came out. I did about. 15 hours and just fell off but um yeah. the the netflix show edge runners is that what it's called I yeah think, um, kind of sparked my interest and made me go yep. you know what with all the new updates maybe it's worth a shot give it a go yeah uh, i've been told now yeah. it's the best time especially with the dlc and then yeah my brother said uh if i play a bit more i can get into the uh, the netflix series which would be cool as well so looking forward to that uh speaking of netflix uh pokemon concierge i just want to shout out this before we get into the other stuff i uh Watched this over the break and and I fell in love with this uh, little four episode series straight away. It, it is so beautiful and uh, that the the stop motion work is um, second to none. I just I don't know, I just it just uh, so endearing, so so beautiful with the Pokemon interactions. I just uh, it, it was great. I wanted more. It was, it was short and sweet though, and um, I, I really loved it. Was this one? Uh, did you check this one out, Buck? I did. Yeah, yeah. binged all four episodes in a row. Yeah. Uh, loved it, especially that last episode. I just yes. thought it was so well done. Beautiful graphic. And I was kind of, as I get older and fallen out of love with the mainline Pokemon games, and I see <laughs> something like this, and I'm like, can you imagine an Animal Crossing Clash, you know, oh, like yeah. Pokemon Concierge game? Oh, oh wow. 
Yeah, in that like, yeah, and that stop motion look would be would be really cool, wouldn't it? I um yeah. It's kind of like the, the 90s. They get that, you know, in some of the marketing, they had the claymation kind of uh, stuff going on. I know the Earthbound um, marketing had a bit of that, but it was just a bit of something in the 90s. But this sort of felt uh, material um, that they have, um, they, they just do it really well. And, yeah, I'm with you on that last episode. That was uh, really uh, pulling at the heartstrings and uh, very, very cute oh, yeah. at the same time. So I heard it's the last one. They're not going to do another one. They're, they're one and done, which is a bit, a bit of a shame. But, um, oh. yeah. So I hope that's not true, but that's just what I heard. So, um, yeah, yeah, we, we shall see. But um, uh, so that's the, that's the stuff I've done. So, um, yet anything else? Anything else you've done over the break? Um, no, not really. Just um, had a bit of time off over Christmas news. Just catching up with friends. Yep. Beach. Yeah, barbecues, normal things. Yeah, yeah, just family catch. Oh, a bit of Mario Party actually. Lots hey. of Mario Party over the Christmas New Year's. We had some friends staying with us, and um, then we also connect with some friends in Melbourne playing online. Um, yeah, nice. Yeah, getting a bit heated. I, it does. It's um, is this Superstars? Yeah, or a different version? Superstars. Yeah, yeah Superstars. That's way to go. Yeah. Uh, the online works so well. It's uh, yeah. it's which is surprising, you know, for Nintendo. <laughs> and then um. Yeah, a lot of them don't work well, don't do they? And so, yeah, it's uh, I just 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 love that game. They uh, they uh, hit it out of the uh, ballpark that game finally after a couple of uh, recent um, misfires. I feel um they finally worked it out. Mm. So yeah, um yeah, it's a very good one. Alrighty, time to get into the news day, I reckon. And so um we have very very exciting. This is great. Yesterday we had uh, Golden Sun and Golden Sun: The Lost Age announced they're coming to Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, next week, 17th of January in the US, so probably the 18th for us in Australia. And so um, Golden Sun was originally announced when the GBA offering was uh, announced in Feb last year, um, but not the Lost Age. That was not announced, and so having the two together dropped um, at the same time next week will be a pretty cool thing. And so um, this has long been one of the, uh, I think, the most anticipated uh, GBA uh, announcement when they did the scissor reel last year of upcoming games. And uh, I think people are pretty keen for this one next week. Um, I've never played these ones. And so I'm keen to just, just try it out, see what the fuss is about, for goodness sake. And uh, hopefully it's a good time. Have you um, you done this one before? No, no. One of my um, RPG uh, kind of big misses. Yeah, I haven't played it. Nice. So I'm I'm keen to get stuck in. It looks it you know it just looks classic GBA. That art style never goes out of style. So yeah, it's um yeah I yeah. think uh, beautiful sprite work. Um, maybe not quite as pretty as some other ones, but it's a different sort of animation style to it. But um, you know like what well, this was like their answer to Final Fantasy uh, leaving mostly predominantly on Switch consoles and um you know and and Camelot's um some of their Nice fine work here, developing the game, and so I for, forgot it was Camelot. Yeah, I um oh, all before yeah, the Nintendo Sports title. Yes, that's right. A completely different uh, time, really, when you think about it, to what they do uh, these days now. Uh, what Mario Tennis Aces, um, and then uh, they they didn't do uh, Strikers. That was um, uh, next level, but they did uh, the uh, golf as well, didn't they? So, um, yeah, very yeah. different world. So, um, cannot wait for this. Um, it's a double. Uh, so, what happens? Um, 
is uh, you can transfer your save data between the two games, I believe. And so that I think there's some features in the Lost oh, Age that um, work by you having played the first one. So, um, so that's a cool thing, a cool thing that they can do on NSO as well. Um, yeah, and then um, next one we've got, and so we have uh, just a couple of more items before we get into the year in review. Um, this isn't a surprise, but uh, just talking about it, this was an article by uh, Christopher Dring um, from GameIndustry.biz talking about how Nintendo's looking to more third-party developers to use IP for their games. Um I'll say it was an opinion, an opinion article, but um, this is a quote he said um, from it. Uh, I also know that Nintendo is actually meeting with independent developers to find new partners. Some of that is around publishing indie games, which Nintendo does from time to time, but it's also seeking studios that could work on some of its IP. Nintendo regularly works with third-party teams, including Bandai Namco, Team Ninja, Platinum Games, Mercury Steam, WayForward, and Grezzo but the company is looking to add to that roster. And I know of three studios that are deep in conversation around making games based on Nintendo brands. Fuck, this is uh, exciting, I feel. This, um, you know, like, shouldn't be a surprise, but um, I'm glad they're looking at other, um, you know, other partners to work with because Nintendo has a lot of stuff they haven't done, uh, haven't touched in years, like Star Tropics or even Star Fox now. Um, we need... Hey, even a golden sun. Um, what do you think of this, and, and what would you like to see uh, potentially be brought back? Oh, um, first of all, I think it's 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 just exciting as a Nintendo yeah. fan. I mean, we're already getting like nine first party, ten first party games a year. If we bring in more studios now <laughs> with like Nintendo directors in there, how are we going to fit it all into a we year? Won't, won't be able like... to keep up, man. Like it, it's just going to be too nah. much. But uh, I want, I pray for. I love my N64 races. I yep. want Wave Race. I want uh, yes. F-Zero. More F-Zero, more yes. Wave Race. Um, and Star Fox, you know. Um, I don't think Star Fox needs to be a AAA game. I think a smaller indie team can put mm. out a good on-rail shooter and just give it a good story. And that's. I think that'll be enough for Star Fox fans. Yeah, I, I would be so happy with that. Just just something, just to keep, uh, keep it moving along. Just um, anything. Yeah. I'm with you on the races. Uh, um, you know, Mario Kart's not going anywhere, but uh, there's certainly room for the other ones. The ones are definitely less known, even the Excite Bike or the uh, Truck series. Let, yeah. Let's bring them back. Let, let's you know make it a bit smaller. I, I think they're perfect for an indie developer to come through and, and put their spin on it and, uh, and and make it something really um, special and unique. Because uh, you know the, the the Switch or the Switch Two, whatever comes next, I feel. There's room for everyone here. There's room for Nintendo's wide array of IP to sort of fit and thrive and, and, and fill in the gaps between, uh, you know, these probably seemingly longer breaks between the main stuff like the Marios and the Zeldas because um, they're yeah. not going to get any quicker between drinks or would have thought. They're, it's another probably six years at least before the next Zelda game. Um, and so it, it's, you know, we've got we to have something else in between. And so, um, yeah, this makes sense. Um what what I'm thinking for Nintendo, they they what they we would probably put you know have a person at Nintendo produ- helping produce the game, working with these uh, third party developers, and you and you know as it doesn't stretch Nintendo's resources too much, you could have these producers you know having a couple of games working with these third party developers to to make something and, and ensure that they're uh, on the right track and uh, 
um, keeping the game moving along. So I, th- I think there's um, it, it just makes a lot of sense, and they're uh, very keen to see what um, you know some new players could bring to Nintendo and uh, and make it really fun. Alrighty, um, uh, we have a Mario and Donkey Kong trailer, so a new one because this game comes out next month, and um, I, I keep forgetting about this. But uh, we've got a, a new video showing the new a few of the new things that are coming along uh, for this game, which is a, a remake of the GBA title. Um, video announced that the game's going to have over 130 levels, uh, two new worlds full of enemies and themes, so a lot of uh, new content here. Um, and these new worlds have distinct play mechanics to help keep you on your toes, as they say. Uh, there's a two-player mode with time attack. We've got expert challenges and a new casual mode for gamers who find these games a bit too hard. If you get hit, Mario um, or a Toad can be put in a bubble and you get put back to the start. And, and, and away you go. It's uh, as easy as you like. And so, um, Buck, I never really played these games back in the day. I had my younger brother, Tom, who loved these, and um, I never really got interested in them, if I was uh, completely honest. So um, I'll give it a go now, and I'm, I'm hoping to be pleasantly surprised, but uh, what's your hype levels for these coming up? Hype levels is a bit wait and see. Yeah, I'm yeah. the same. I never played them. Um, I never even played Donkey Kong 94. Um, on the oh, Game yeah. Boy, which I think is like kind of the the spiritual beginning of of, of yeah. the series. Um, but I'll, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. It looks like a great kind of. I'll probably play it after work if it's been a long day and just need something that's just a just a video game, just a you know very mind numbing. Solve some puzzles, jump on some platforms. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think uh, yeah, def definitely for me, it'll be um, one of those ones to sort of uh, in between. If I've got a spare 10, 15 minutes, give it a go. Um, and, and yeah, yeah, it's definitely, uh, I suppose, the spiritual uh, successor to Donkey Kong 94, isn't it? Which um, I, I haven't played a lot of. I played a bit of that game and uh, can uh, understand the appeal, um, but uh, have never played it fully or properly, I would even really say. So, um, oh, well, it's uh, Nintendo um, giving it a fresh coat of paint. Um, looks all right. Um, again, it's just one of those new series that they haven't uh, done on the Switch. So, um, yeah. and they've got so many it's of them. So uh, Very much a... Yeah, it seems very much like a final year Switch game. Yeah, just uh, yeah, like the like the 3DS in 2017 or 2018 when the, the Switch was already out and uh, they're doing their Kirby remakes. They did uh, Luigi's Mansion. They did um, Luigi's Mansion remake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even um, I wouldn't say this is a low one, but uh, you know, sadly, Samus Returns that was a remake, wasn't it? That was during the Switch year as well, yeah. which I wish they did on the Switch, but uh, um. Just uh, is what it is, and, and I, I'm with you. I feel it's uh, you know a, a game to sort of fill in the gaps at the moment, just just to keep things moving, but uh, not going to turn the world on fire. That's for sure. Yeah. Still looking forward to it, nonetheless. But yes, all uh, you know when uh, we've been playing the uh, Golden Sun, I'm sure, or uh, Prince of Persia next week. Just uh, some other probably high hitting quality stuff uh, might not quite hit the same, but uh, yeah, we shall see. All right, Buck, uh, it is time for the, the year in review. And so um, getting your expert uh, opinion on this um, with your many, many hours of play. Uh, um, I don't know. I think going into 2023, uh, touched on this briefly, but just so many people just thought, no, this is, you know, Nintendo's going to fall away. Um, we've got, uh, you know, um, you've got another Kirby game. They've done so many of them. Um, there's not a lot coming out, uh, 
Tears of the Kingdom is going to be their last hurrah, and uh, that's going to be it. But um, uh, myself, I uh, was pleasantly surprised. I didn't, I wasn't that uh, pessimistic going into it, but um, just, just uh, amazed with with the lineup in the end, and um, just, I, I think we'll. We're going to talk later on t- in terms of how we think the year overall is compared to all the other Switch years. I, I, it's pretty high in my end. I'm keen to hear your thoughts. But um, wh- what were you thinking about going into 2023 and, and what Nintendo would do? Did you even think a Switch successor was coming or even a Pro? Or um, how did you see it going into the year? Uh, I thought it was going to be a quiet year. Yeah. Um, I thought this, here we go. This is opportunity for the backlog. As I mentioned earlier, um, I didn't think it was going to be a switch Two year. Um, I still think Nintendo's holding out a bit, but yeah, I thought it was going to be a quiet year. I'd, I'd, I'd smash that backlog. I'd, there's a couple of games that I was looking forward to, but I think it was more going to be, um, I, I thought I'd be playing a lot more, maybe Xbox. Um, but no. Nah. That that first direct came and we was like, oh wow! So Nintendo was serious yeah, this year. They they, they were. Um, I love that direct. That that's my favorite direct of the three we had last year. Um, that that was unreal with the the shutter drop of Metroid Prime Remastered. Um, yes. We got the Game Boy Advance and the original Game Boy NSO announcement. So they just dropped a whole bunch of games for us to play straight away. Um, uh, we got some more info on Pikmin 4 that direct um, and then um, they did not they announced some stuff for Tears of the Kingdom and that, that was about it with the Advance Wars as well, they announced the uh, April release date for that as well, so um, yeah, just just Metroid Prime and then the GBA Game Boy stuff was uh, pretty amazing in my book um, uh, to, to play Metroid Prime 20 years since the OG and then just to look at how amazingly beautiful that game was. Um, I like, it's a great looking game. GameCube games really uh, age well and um, hold up to this day, but uh, with a fresh coat of paint to make it a remastered kind of look, they, uh, um, I don't know, Fandrana, Drifts, just uh, Magma Cabins, just all of it. It looks beautiful, pristine. I think it's one of the best looking Switch games um, on the console. I just agree. uh, It's a, done so well and it, it, it uh, gives me extra excitement for Metroid Prime 4 with Retro making that now after uh, whoever supposedly had made it beforehand uh, had been given the boot so um, what was um, for, for you like Metroid Prime you played that one or was it the Game Boy Game Boy Advance stuff what was the big thing for you in that in that direct Oh, in that direct, um, yeah. I'm trying to remember now, but it, it I can't really recall what else was in there. But for me, it was Metroid Prime. Yeah. Um, and I was still a, a poor, struggling student, so I was like, <laughs> "No, I'm going to get the physical. <laughs> I'm going to wait a month." And it was a long month, but it was worth the wait. Um, and get the Game Boy. I didn't think that was going to come. The Game Boy, Game Boy Advance. So that was just a surprise for me. Mm. I thought uh, all those rumors were, were false, but I can't really remember what else was in those directs. Um, did we get no Mario RPG was the next one, wasn't it? The next one, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. That, that was um, a big. Oh, was it Xenoblade? Did they? Yeah, yeah, did they, they would do have had some. Redeemed, they would have done, yeah, I reckon that, that, and then the Fire Emblem Engage DLC as well. Yeah. There might have been some stuff on that in there too. That's so. right. Yeah, no, the the, the Future Redeemed would have um, that would have been my highlight then. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, Future Redeemed as yeah. well. Yeah, so because um, that came out in April, was that right? 
or uh, uh yeah it was it, i remember it was april i remember kind of rushing to finish it before Tears yeah. Of the kingdom yeah 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 so um i've just heard nothing but amazing things about future redeemed um and uh just what they did in that and um you know they they really sort of uh helped bring a bit more extra xenoblade into 2023 cuz uh, mid 22 was the um release of the third game um how do you rate it in terms of other dlc that uh, has been done especially against two i suppose being the uh yeah only other proper one uh, yeah, 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 being yeah. definitive edition for the first game but um yeah, yeah uh future connected i think was the um the, the the definitive edition one yeah each one is basically its own standalone game mm. um but i think it was the best of the three uh, it kind of learned the lessons from two Torna. It yeah. it, un, it hid the, uh, the the ending of the story was hidden behind finishing a certain amount of boring side quests. So you had to yeah. go fetch quest and bring the community spirit up. So that kind of slowed down the pace of that because that was a really good story. Such a, um, such a two I thing to do. It, yeah, it's sorry, just just such a two <laughs> thing. There's just some weird choices in that game. Sorry, go on. I. Uh... Yeah, no, it is 100% too. Yeah. When it's good, it's good, but when it's bad, it's so frustrating. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Those skill yeah. checks to just like go through a waterfall or something. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, uh, it's, I thought it was fantastic. As a standalone game, it was my favorite, uh, second favorite game of the year. Um, really? It, unfortunately, yeah, you've got to, you have to have played all three Xenoblades, unlike three where you can just come in uh, fresh. But once you do, it's just totally worth it. I think it's like the, probably the best ensemble of characters and just the perfect finish to the, uh, to the numbered series. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about <laughs> the ending. No, that, that, yeah. That, that one of those spe- special moments. Yeah, that's cool. I, um, I, I need to get that. I, uh, again, I've enjoy, really enjoyed three and I only just dropped off because other things come up and it's just one of those, you know, it's such a time intensive game to sort of get into. Um, Every time I've been sick for a week the last few years, I've been able to smash through Xenoblade. So I need to get something again. I need to get the flu or something to uh, get me bedridden. <laughs> and uh, I will smash out Xenoblade Chronicles 3 and then uh, the DLC as well. So, um, no, I would, I would really look forward to that. So um, that, that'd that be great. Um, Fire Emblem Engage, at the start of the year. Um, you're a big Fire Emblem fan, is that right? I think you played a lot of this yeah. one. What did you think of this one compared to Three Houses and, and the second title on the Switch? Um, I thought it was a really good game. Um, it had the best, I think it simplified and for the better, the the combat system in terms of the actual strategy yep. um, mechanics. I think it's the best the series has ever been. Um, unlike Three Houses, though, the story didn't quite have that depth. Um, and the character, like, yeah. it was just a bit... It's all a bit silly, you know? <laughs> um, it is a little. I love, like, every character having their own little quirks, and that was, like, the one thing that they do. Um, like, there's the one character whose whole shtick was just he likes observing people. And, like, every time you go and talk to him, <laughs> he'd just be like, ah, oh, nothing better than watching two people have a cup of tea. And then there was another woman who just was obsessed with tea. So it was all, yeah. you know, a bit fun, a bit silly, a bit... Um, <laughs> melodramatic but uh, it was it was fun i really liked it yeah uh, there there's no non-creepy way to put that i like looking at people is there it, people it, yeah it is instantly creepy and uh, just one of those okay there you go mate i'm gonna see you later <laughs> I'll, I'll leave you to it you can yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably don't want to associate with you anymore after uh, hearing that so um 
Yeah, I, I found the same. I it was, I don't know, like a lot of the interactions I felt were just, I don't know, I just didn't feel the connection there that Three Houses had brought to the characters, and I felt Three Houses was so fleshed out with, um, um, with, with the story of the school and how it's um, impacted, and the five years later. And all these like these great characters with Dimitri, Edelgard, um, all of them together. I thought it was it was it was really cool. And uh, while um, Engage has some maybe gameplay improvements, it just wasn't you know the story just didn't quite pick up in that regard. And so I felt like um, Three Houses had the best of both. But um, so it's still a fun time nonetheless, and uh, really enjoyed my my time with that. That was um, yeah, some some good strategic um, turn based gameplay that I, I really enjoy. That. Um, yeah. We had a bit of at the start of the year with um, that and then um, Advance Wars as well. So I uh, had a lot of turn-based RP, uh, uh, real uh, turn-based games, I suppose, at the start of the year to keep me busy. Um, was uh, Advance Wars on your list as well in the end or did you uh, no. miss that one? It um, it made my list of, of the four games that I missed this year. Yeah. Um, yep. Some I'm not sure if I'll get back to it. I do have the... Um, the, on my Wii U, I've got I've got the Advance Wars, so yeah. I think I might just go back and play them. Really, yeah. It uh, I think it looks more more pretty. The uh, GBA releases that sprite based work. Um, I remember seeing this game originally announced, mm. and uh, I just it looks so bland and uh, like there's no depth to the game. So I really feel the graphics and the HUD did yeah. a great disservice to this game because uh, once I sort of looked into it a bit more and discovered, no, it's not like you attack and defend and, and that's it. Um, there's a lot of complexity to it. Um, I just don't feel the game sort of looks that way and uh, might have been something to put people off. Um, but outside of that, it, it's a great uh, uh, remake, I suppose, in bringing two games together that um, I'd never properly played before and um, I spent like 60-plus hours in these um, into oh, the, nice. in the game and uh, finishing uh, the first one, then Black Hole Rising as well, the second one as well. Um uh, just, I absolutely loved it. Uh, the fast forward mechanic was a godsend. I, I really needed that because mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot going on. Um, and it's hard. It's, it's not an easy game. Um, you, you've really got to be precise and know what you need to do to um, ensure that you can uh, um, win and uh, you know not slowly die a slow death. There were, there were plenty of times I was slowly losing and you can feel like you're getting suffocated. And, and it's so hard to turn it around. Um, and you just kind of like... At those stages, I know to quit and uh, start again because I, I like once you once you do start going down, it's it's so hard to to recover and um, get get it back up, especially when it's resource based and you need those base camps to sort of um, get your supplies going. But um, that, that that was a great time. Um, wasn't expecting it to come out last year. Um, Nintendo um, and Way Forward must have decided it was uh, politically safe at the time to do it. It had been a year mm. since the Ukraine war, and that's why it originally got delayed. Um, I didn't hear a lot of negative or any really negative um, association from Nintendo for releasing it. So I think they got away with it um, and uh, brought it out. So um, I don't think it sold well. That's the only thing. A month before Tears of the Kingdom, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was a great time for it to come out and uh, the constant delays um, really didn't help, I yeah. feel. I don't think they... They didn't really advertise it. I don't think I saw anything. No, it wasn't, any wasn't huge. At all. Yeah, and so I think they were slightly... Um, uh, aware of the, the, the current uh, landscape and the news and uh, trying to be sensitive to that. So um, so there are a few months at the start of the year. And the other one uh, was Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. So this is a remake of the Wii game. Um, 
Did not touch this one. I uh, wasn't particularly interested if I was going to say um, so. And uh, I think from your shake there, Buck, you would have been the same. Um, is, that, is that correct? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's on the shelf. It's waiting. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's backlogged. It's backlogged. <laughs> take, take a ticket, take a seat, and we'll get to you when we get to you, yeah. uh, Kirby. But uh, there is no guarantee. Um, I don't know, especially after uh, Forgotten Land... Going back to the traditional one was a bit of a. I like. I don't know if I want to do that just yet. So I enjoyed Forgotten Land so much. I'll I'll, I'll leave that yeah. salivating in my back of my mouth as the last Kirby experience, maybe. And uh, um, yeah, I'm yeah. the same. Yeah. So Forgotten Land. Yeah. Um, heard 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 all right things, but uh, just yeah, just uh, just a solid enough game getting remade in the Kirby series. Um. March, we got Bayonetta Origins. Um, all these, all these games. The first half of the year was so packed. Um, Bayonetta Origins. This was announced at the Game Awards late 2022. Was was really surprised by this because uh, Bayonetta three had just come out, um, had reviewed fairly well, and the uh, Platinum Games were like, "Hang on, hold your beers. We've got another game of Bayonetta to give you." <laughs> um, sort of explaining the lore and and uh, you know a bit more of a fairy tale kind of uh, angle. Um, uh, I enjoyed this enough. I thought it was all right. Um, I got so confused as to who this game is for and the target market for it and um, how they were ever going to sell well for this sort of fairy tale style game as opposed to the actual standard Bayonetta games, which are very much the opposite of that. A bit bit more vulgar, sexual innuendo, things like that. Um, I, I just don't think it pleased anyone and uh, I would really like to know the sales numbers on this game because I, I think it's uh, pretty, pretty poor. Buck, was this one uh, that you checked out? No, not for me. Um, I haven't really got into Bayonetta. Yeah. I've got um, one and two on the Wii U. I played a bit of one. It's not really my kind of game. So when you're saying who's it for, I really don't know because if it's trying to bring in new people... Um, I'm, I don't know any of the lore, but the game looks beautiful and it looks like the kind of game I'd play. Um, I kind of feel sorry for Platinum. They could, probably could have turned this game into a new IP or something because the idea yeah. behind it looks really good and the gameplay looks amazing. Yeah, it, it looks, it's a very beautiful looking game. Um, it, it's a bit of a, um an adventure game. You're going through these worlds and you've got to solve some puzzles to keep progressing kind of through it. Um, so it's, it's not like the Bayonetta um, gameplay at all, really. Or um, you know, like the Devil May Cry, Devil May Cry kind of um style of game. It's um very very different in that regard. And then if if, you, if, if young kids are playing this game and want to play the Bayonetta game, well, no, you got to stop right there. It's uh, not not. Uh, They'll be in for a you. shock. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. So, um, yeah, one one of those cool things that that, that they gave a go. Um, it was it was fine. I don't think it was an amazing game, but um, hadn't had enough fun through it um i don't feel like i needed to finish it i got my time and uh, what i needed out of it um next though we had uh, april with advanced Wars. i mentioned that but uh, we had the super mario bros movie in april um and mm. uh this was this was so much fun i uh, went and saw this with uh, mickey and some other close friends um and uh we had a, we had a really good time i uh, i just you know it, it, it's First and foremost, a kids' film. It's you know, it's uh, not going to uh, win any awards, and it didn't win any awards uh, for its story. Um, but uh, as a Nintendo fan, it is so endearing, and uh, the multiple, multiple references to anything in the history of Nintendo that you find in this movie. Like I think I've watched it three times now and noticed new things um, in the second and third watch 
Um, I just absolutely loved it. I thought I thought it was a great time. Um, what did you think of it, Buck? Loved it. Yeah. Um, it 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 it. Uh, yeah, you said it didn't win any awards, but it. I think it definitely won the uh, the hearts and minds of Nintendo yes. fans, older older new. Um, and it was really kind of it was just a big nostalgia trip. I went and saw it with my little brother and my girlfriend, and like we grew up playing you know, Super Nintendo onwards and um, went back and visited the old NES later years, a couple of years later. And yeah. we just loved it. it. It it just brought so much just pure nostalgic joy. Um, and like I said, it wasn't too complex. It it ticked the boxes. It did the, the acts in a very typical kids movie way, but um, it was fun. And surprisingly, uh, Chris Pratt, I thought, did an all right job. I didn't even recognize Mario, like his voice throughout the movie. Yeah. I thought he did all right. Yep. I think he did a perfectly yeah. serviceable time and uh, did not do anything to take away the magic of it all. Um, but uh, I, think, I think Jack Black yeah. took it, got it for me, and uh, um, absolutely <sighs> ran away with the role yeah. of Bowser and uh, Peach is the song and just uh, getting into the character. Oh, Peach is uh, yeah. Amazing. Amazing time. Uh, yeah. The. Uh, uh, self-deprecating Luma, I thought was uh, pretty hilarious. Luma, uh, yes, was was a great moment. Highlight of the film um, for me. <laughs> I, it, it, it's so different, and in terms of that sort of section and and, it, and the comedy compared to every other part of the film, I, I feel like it really sticks out. You know, in a weird way, but a, a cool one at the same time. Um, love love to see a, a sequel, and I think surely a sequel is on the cards with how well it did. To, oh yeah gross over a billion dollars US or something like that. Uh, the second best grossing animated film of all time. I think Frozen 2's I just think got so, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they seem to, there, there are a couple of hints there to a sequel. We, I mean, we did see the Yoshi egg at yes, the end. Yes, the Yoshi um, egg at the end. I think, yeah, I think they might be going to Super Mario Galaxy next because they kind of had that line where they're, there are so many galaxies yeah, to out explore. There. And I was yeah. like, okay, here we go. Yep, we've had yeah. the Loomers. Rosalina's um, coming in. Rosalina could yeah. come in the next one. I, I, would, I would love to see that, and they could have a bit of fun um, going out there and uh, um, out yeah. in stars and Luigi be, being uh, very scared to go in a rocket or something. I don't know, just just something like that would be fun yeah. to see. Um, uh, I Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I was going to say, a mate of mine, Tom, he, uh, just reminded me, he was just before he went into the cinema, he texted the group chat and he said, I'm going to judge this movie by how much Daisy's in it. Um, <laughs> he's a bit of a Daisy stan. Um, and I was like, just, just flat face emoji comes mm. out. What? No, so hopefully, you know, for the Daisy fans out there, she gets an appearance. For, for the second one. Yeah. I think, I think Daisy's a good <laughs> one for the second film. That'd be, uh... <laughs> there's, yeah. a, there's a few Daisy stands out there. I think, I think Mike Winardi from yeah. the last of the Nintendo. He's a massive Daisy fan. Yeah, Daisy fan, Daisy pervert. I don't know. They seem I to mean, go hand. Yeah, observer, <laughs> observer, Buck. You know, it's observer. Sorry, <laughs> observer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think Crystal as well. I think from Star Fox, he's a big fan of that as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. I, I haven't played that game, but I've seen, I've seen Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, we in speaking of the movies, we've got the Legend of Zelda announcement, so the live action one coming sometime. Um. Uh, to to, to mix re- to mix reception, I feel there was a bit of animosity with the idea that it's going to be live action, not animated, um, yeah. not like even like a Ghibli style, which I think a lot of people would have really loved. Um, uh, yes, what what are your thoughts on this one? Uh, just just seeing as it was announced last year. Take it as it comes. Yeah. I trust in you know Miyamoto if he's 
it seems like the, the Mario movie took a long time to develop because develop he was, you know, over their shoulders the whole time. Yeah. And like, nope, yeah. nope, nope, got to do this. So I, tr- I trust in the process. Um, a Gilby-style movie would have been beautiful. Yeah. Um, can you imagine, like, Link on the dragons if they got the dragons from, oh. from Tears of the Kingdom? Like, it just yeah. cinematically, I can see it right now and it looks beautiful. But, yeah, wait and see apprehensively. Yeah. I think uh, it's a great point. Uh, you know, yeah, Miyamoto working on the Mario movie for ages, and I, th- I think this one's been conceptually talked about for a while now. So, Legend of Zelda. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I'm a little, little apprehensive, but uh, you got to trust them, trust the process. They haven't uh, stuffed it up yet with mm-hmm. the Mario movie, so let's uh, let's let's hope they don't do the same and expect them expect them not to. Maybe. Um, speaking, of, so we had the highs of Tears of the Kingdom in May, and then <laughs> we had. The lowest of lows with everybody want to switch in June. So um, the whole announcement to release of this game was one of the most weirdest, baffling things ever. So um, we got a video of um, the announcement and then they started to build it up and then it wasn't in a direct at all. And then um, they get a whole bunch of influencers to come, I think, to Japan to a hotel to play the game. I don't know if a lot of them have played a lot of games. They weren't Nintendo or gaming YouTubers per se. I think the ones from Australia, like just sort of a bit more variety kind of stuff, just vlogging about their lives. So they've got, they've got followers, but um, uh, they bring them all to this game. Um, I wonder how much know-how or experience these people had beforehand. There would have been some and some that wouldn't have been, um, but to get them all to play this, everybody won to switch game. I, uh, was one of the most weirdest ways to announce a game. Um, it comes out, comes to very little fanfare. Um, if you get a physical copy of this, I thought the other day, this might be one of the rare, rare ones you get out there. Um, but did you ever think about touching this game <laughs> or playing it or like experiencing you. it? I haven't bought it. Yeah. I will say I'm a huge fan of the first one. Really? I, uh, the, when, when I got it, I got I got Zelda, I got Mario Kart, I got one, two, switch, yeah. and uh, it's it's a great party game when you have got some friends over. You've had a couple of beers. You're looking at each <laughs> other in the eyes really intensely, and then you start milking a cow like. <laughs> <it's>, um, <laughs> And, like, there was so much potential in the Joy-Cons. And in the first game, you showed it, you know, the count the balls, how many balls are in your Joy-Con. I yeah. thought that was really good. Yep. Um, yep. And you could, you can actually, I don't know, it's magic. You can feel the balls in there. Yeah. Um, and it just didn't have a, as much mini games as you'd like. But I thought it, uh, I remember now, I paid full price for it, didn't I? Yeah, so maybe it wasn't <laughs> worth 80 bucks, but... um. It definitely probably would have been, I would have paid 50 for it. But with this one, no, I didn't pick it up. I saw some gameplay and it looked like the cheapest shovelware you'd get on the Wii. And I was, yeah. How did Nintendo put their name on this? No, that's right. Um, there, there was that uh, article a year earlier talking about uh, pretty well leaks this game and how it uh, was in, um, uh, what's the name? Uh, these... Um, these marketing rooms, you get all these people in, they play test the game. Um, and it just was not a hit. Uh, it was very much something that, uh, people said, what well, wasn't fun. And so I don't know what they did, if they did anything to make it funner, um, or added new features, but, uh, you know, it was one of those, we've got it, we're going to release it. And if it doesn't do well, then so be it. I feel because, uh, um, yeah, I, I think, I think one, two switch being a, a launch title and the switch helped it in it as uh, something, 
else yeah. to have out there was a proof of concept, a way to show people how the Joy-Cons work, some fun things you can do. But uh, in this case, it just wasn't really required. So um, we played it for a couple of hours. Thanks again for Nintendo Australia providing us the code. <laughs> uh, had a few people over. Legends. But uh, just, yeah, it was was uh, I couldn't recommend it. Um, it was one of those things. If you're a completion, like you want a complete collection, you're going to get it, I suppose. But uh, for... for for anyone else, for most other people, it's it's a very hard uh, thing to recommend. So, um, so that's all right. I, I'm glad this came out though between Tears of the Kingdom and Pikmin Four because I thought Pikmin Four's got a tough time being straight after Tears of the Kingdom, but uh, everybody <laughs> won to switch yep. helped soften the blow between uh, the masterpiece that was for sure. that. And so, um, July we get Pikmin Four as well. We get a new Zelda. We get a new Pikmin. Um, this is over ten years since the last Pikmin game. Um, not including Hey Pikmin or uh, the Deluxe for Pikmin 3 that came out a few years earlier on the Switch. Um, this has come out to, to a lot of positive uh, fanfare. Ochi coming along and being pretty well like a, a Pikmin that can do everything um, really sort of makes the game easier to traverse, get through, um, and just, just an easier time to play through. Um, and then that with... Um, just a lot of extra modes, um, just a, a really fun time with the story, even those who uh, maybe might not have forgiven Nintendo for sort of uh, uh, nuzlocking it, I don't know, just sort of uh, retconning it, sorry, a bit more and uh, resetting the story, um, so to speak. Um, I think outside of that, it was, it was really well received. I, I had such a great time with this game. It was um, a, a great... Uh, palate cleanser in a way after playing so much Tears of the Kingdom. Not that I was getting sick of it, but uh, at that stage, like it was cool to try something else and, and really getting uh, into it. What did you uh, What did you think, Buck? All right. I know you're a big Pikmin fan. And I love Pikmin too. <laughs> but I love but. one and two on the Wii. Oh, there's a but. I haven't got it yet. No, <laughs> so I haven't. It, 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 it just it missed me because I was, I don't know, I think around the time I had uh, Tears of the Kingdom, I was playing Triangle Strategy and getting through last year's um, backlog and games I missed and Planet of Lana, which I think has come to Switch. Yeah. And I just always, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. And then the, obviously the, we'll get to it. The, the second half of the year was also packed. Packed as well, um, wasn't it? Yeah. So I've, I've got it. I've got it, my time set for Pikmin 4 coming up. Um, me and my girlfriend are heading back to England where she's from for a couple of weeks. So I've cool. got some big flights coming. Yeah. Um, and I've set aside those flights and while we're over there for Pikmin 4. Hey. And so it very much could be my game of the year 2024. So I love it. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. It looks amazing. It looks <laughs> amazing. And yeah. Um, it, it also, I think, could be the nicest looking Switch game I've ever seen. Mm. I'm, I'm yeah. with you there. I think um, uh, it looks beautiful. They, uh, yeah, done another great job uh, maximizing, I feel, the uh, the graphical output that the Switch can do now and uh, getting some, some real gems. So that's good. You, you do, it sounds like you do a bit of foreplanning, making sure you can fit in these games uh, when you've got some upcoming uh, playtime coming up because what, uh, yep. fly, flying to the UK, that'll be like 16 hours all up or something, maybe... I think it's because it's, it's yeah. you've got to change. It's about 24, yeah. yeah. Um, yep. And I'm not the best sleeper on planes, so I should be able to get, you know, about eight hours, Yeah, maybe eight to ten hours over there. Um, so, so, yeah, pure Pikmin time. Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah. it, it. It did really well. I think it sold really well in Japan. Like, um, I think I saw a, oh, a, a graphic. Yeah, a, a graphic the other day that uh, Tears of Kingdom sold the best at, like, 1.9 million 
Um, I think Wanda was 1.3 or something, and then Pikmin 4 at 1.1. And I, I thought that was unreal. Like, it's only just sold under Super Mario Bros. Wonder, like a mainline 2D entry. And so um, a lot of love for the series in Japan. I think that's really helped uh, bring the sales up overall. Um, I could tell Nintendo went a bit harder with the marketing for this game. They really, really wanted to sort of uh, introduce people to Pikmin and uh, um, try and sort of explain like, this This is a fun time. Um I feel that's always been the hard thing for them is to sort of get people across the line to play it, to give it a go. Um, and typically once you try it, you, you, you pretty well like it unless you really can't get over the, the dying. That's, a, that's the big thing with the Pikmin. So, yeah, uh, there's a couple of um, content creators uh, who are like, no, I just can't kill the Pikmin. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they hate the noise. They just can't deal with it. So even if one yeah. dies, it's one too many. Um, I, I think I know uh, Krista yeah. from Kitten Krista uh, felt the same and uh, it's just one of those... Uh, Stressful games for people, maybe who um, it's a time management thing. You got to maximize your your dandurie, things like that. Um, uh, but but uh, I I, I heckin loved it. I loved dandurie. It was it was a great time, and and uh, I'm not gonna say worth away because it was ten years is a long time. But if it was such a good game that it felt yeah. like it was, and um, definitely hope the next iteration or number five is not uh, that long away. <laughs> because no, uh, I think when is... a game sells as well as this. Yeah, you got to yeah. keep doing it, keep keep supporting it, um, you know. And uh, I think Nintendo hold in such high regard. I think not just through Miyamoto, but uh, it's it's one of the four main mascots. You see the, with the Pikmin's, with Mario and Link, and uh, even Splatoon and Animal Crossing. That, that they deem them as the big ones. And so, um, mm. yeah, just just more, more love to Pikmin is uh, all that I want. And I think we're slowly getting there, which is a good thing. Um. The Direct in June. All right, so we're going to go back one month. So we had the Direct in June. So we had all these yeah. games come through for the first half of the year. And then the Direct in June, pretty well, we, we knew nothing outside of Pikmin 4. So uh, I, this is what I love about these Directs is because, like, this Direct comes up. Like, we know nothing about the rest of this year. And oh. th- this Direct's going to literally, like, roadmap it out. And so this, this was a great time as well because what we got the announcement of um, Detective Picture Returns in October... Uh, we had WarioWare mm-hmm. Move It yep. coming out in November, Super Mario RPG in November, so a remake, and then they closed it off with Super Mario Brothers Wonder as well. So I think, yeah, oh. four, four new games. What 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 were you thinking when the, this director was uh, getting uh, shown? Um, I remember chatting in the Discord. We were all giving our predictions. Yes, and I went. I, I predicted. I went. I think we're going to get Detective Pikachu. I think we're going to yep. get it. Yeah. Um, and so yep. it was. It was. Um, I was very stoked when that came through, but it was just one after the other. This was meant to be a slow direct and like, oh, WarioWare, move it. I was a big lover of smooth moves. And then 2D Mario um, and Mario RPG, like I'd never played before. So for me, I gave that direct a A plus. It was everything I wanted. It was, um, yeah, I think there's a couple of people in the Discord as well. They they really liked it. It was... um... Yeah, I don't think this happens often where it's like there's literally nothing coming up. And so it was a really great um, announcement and, and a lot of good games. And uh, yeah, Detective Pikachu as well because um, it's been talked about for so long and like, why, where is this game? And uh, it's like, is it even coming out at this stage? Um, it's getting a bit of like the Pikmin treatment. Like it's been acknowledged but not really talked about. And then to finally get the uh, the announcement was, uh, was a great time as well. So um, was uh, Pikmin 1 and 2 Shadow dropped as well? Uh, so yes, yes, it it was. So we had, uh, Pikmin one and two shadow drop. That's correct. And so, 
um, pretty well. It meant that before Pikmin Four, we got to play everything and all the all the games now, mainline anyway. Now being on the Switch was a pretty cool thing as well. Um, they, were, they were the big Nintendo pure things. Um, outside of that, um, out of those four games, Detective Pikachu, Wonder, Move It, and RPG. Um, you, you mentioned you're a big uh, uh, WarioWare fan, especially for smooth moves back in the day. Um, what was the one that uh, took your heart the most? Was it? Uh, after, did you play all four? Firstly. Uh, three of the four, WarioWare Move It still hasn't, it still it? hasn't got the, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, hasn't man, done it, but it's, yeah, it's that yeah. type of year. So, yeah, it's just one of those years. Yeah. You just need the time. Um, Mario Wonder, um, yeah. it like, it was just such a refreshing take and I've never really got into the new, um, Super Mario, mm. um, series, uh, just didn't really interest me besides Mario Maker, um. So I'd been off 2D Mario since really the Super Nintendo. Um, a long time. And with this one, I could, yeah, I could tell straight away. I was like, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. I'm 100 percent in, and it didn't disappoint. No, it was um, the, the the fresh reimagining that we needed. I think <laughs> ever since Super Mario Bros. Two on the 3DS. I don't know. Just uh, um, it was yeah, uh, a great reimagining. I've tried to play the new series after wonder just just to see and like you can tell how different it is and there's some people out there saying it's not that much different it is so different the animation um not just of the the backdrop but uh, the characters and how they interact with uh uh enemies like the enemies faces just extra dimension um absolutely loved it the the wackiness of zaniness just makes the game so much more uh, unpredictable i feel like the mainline 2D games got a bit more stale, didn't they? Kind of like, you weren't too surprised with things, yeah. but with this Wonder Seed, like the whole game changes and um, pure joy every time I picked it up, played a level with Michaela and uh, just just like like absolutely loving whatever happened because we just had no idea. So um, I loved it. I really hope there's DLC coming up. I would love to see like a oh, Super Luigi, so. new Super Luigi U kind of treatment mm-hmm. and we get some extra yeah. stuff going on because I think uh, that might be a good thing this year, just to extra DLC um, in what we're thinking is going to be probably a transitional year um, for the switch mm. to the, to the next console. And so, um, yeah, lo- loved it. A great reimagining. It, it should have happened years earlier instead of, uh, you know, um, the, the, you know I, I just laugh at 2012 because we got uh, new Super Mario Bros. 2 on the 3DS. And then six months later on the Wii U, they get, launch another game for Super Mario Bros. U. I just, I just can't believe they, uh, you know, literally uh, force-feeding down Nintendo fans' throats uh, yeah. Super Mario Bros., which uh, I, just, I just don't get. But um, uh, it was a great time. Um, out of those four games, I'm going to... Um, I really... So I had a... I'm going to do a positive, a negative, and a surprising. So um, mm-hmm. my... Surprising is Detective Pikachu Returns. Not from I saw enough of it and understood. Okay, it's not gonna it's gonna look janky and it's not gonna look the best. But I was surprised with how interested I was in the story and uh, how much I wanted to keep playing it and going through it all. And uh, it was one of those games I just um, fifteen hours. I really enjoyed my time through it. Since simple as it's it's a three year old can play this game and uh, pretty well get through it. Yep. Um, but it's you know, gives the whole more of a visual novel sort of 
dynamic in that way and uh, the uh, interactions with the Pokemon was uh, was really cool. And so I um, was, was surprised by that. Um, I My negative will go to WarioWare now. I think I've played enough of it to sort of realize it was... I've enjoyed it. It was good. Um, I just don't think I had enough there to keep me interested in going. Um, uh, I, I love I love smooth moves, um, but I've just really realized now these days that the motion controls can annoy me, and uh, especially with the Joy-Con that aren't as yeah, accurate as the they're Wii. They're not as good. Yeah, so it just didn't quite hit the same level, mm. I felt, as um, smooth moves back in the day. Um and I really love Get It Together. I know a lot of people don't really find that one, but I just felt like that had so much uh, longevity with the gameplay. I put 35 hours of gameplay into uh, Get It Together, oh, which I think for, 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 yeah. for a WarioWare game is unreal, isn't it? I think um, I, I, I've mm. barely done five with uh, with Move It, so that was, uh, yeah, uh, not, not quite for me. Um, and then the positive was um, outside of Wonder was uh, Super Mario RPG. I, that, that was such a great time. I... Had never played it before. We we never got the chance in Australia to play it until the Wii U and the uh, yeah. SNES Mini, um, and uh, just just a really fun time. Like a quick fifteen hour RPG, which I think is sounds a bit of a tautology these days, but um, it's a or an oxymoron. It was um, full, full of stuff. It didn't really slow down. It, the pace is there. Um, it, it's for a pretty funny game, and uh, for for you know for something that's. Base fairly simple RPG wise, there was enough there to keep you interested and uh, um, occupied with it. So um, that was a crazy two months, October and November, because these games mm. come out two weeks increments after each other. So we got early October for Detective Pikachu. We got one to two weeks after that, and then move it, and then RPG. It was pretty crazy time. What What are your thoughts on those ones, Buck? Um, Detective Pikachu. I'm. A, I the story is keeping me going. I'm still playing yeah. it. I think I've 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 logged um, about eight hours, maybe. Yeah. About halfway through. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's it's simple. And even if you press the wrong um, clue, Detective Pikachu will be like, "No, wait a think about it. Hang it could on. be this one." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I really loved um getting to talk to the Pokemon and like yeah. hearing the you know the conversations from all the different um uh, pokemon in the game i'm kind of more as a pokemon fan i just play the spin-offs now i think mm. i scout and violet i fell off but the spin-offs yeah, keep yeah. me going like legends arceus this pokemon snap um i thought it was a great game um mario brothers wonder we've spoke about how yep. good um maybe just highlight did you play online much because i love that yeah we um had yeah. yeah we had it on and so um we we had we had a great time playing levels with other people, and um, we do the whole emoticon at the end, like just spam the uh, the question mark icon yeah. or the smiling thing, um, and and then you get you, you you make these sort of friendships, um, playing through these games with these other random people. So I, I thought that was great fun. Um, yeah, yeah, we, we uh, didn't feel it uh, hindered our experience, so we just left it on. Is that, is, you felt the same? No. Nah. Yeah, I, I kind of want it to be now for all yeah. 2D Marios going yeah. forward, especially some of like the later levels. They were a bit harder. And I had someone kind of shepherding me the whole way. And yeah. I was like, oh, thanks, thanks, man. Yeah. Um, and then like I went and paid it back and would do it for other people. And then yeah. those levels where you got to find like the, 
the the purple coins um or the the, the five different coins yep and i'm stuck and then little yeah. guy over here's jumping up and down and i'm like oh, okay yes, okay yep. yeah i, I um, love that it's, it's the just, same mm. yeah so smooth um and yeah it doesn't interrupt the flow of the game at all um yeah really good uh warrior web move it like i said we'll get to it and then super mario rpg as a lover of rpgs it is so refreshing to play a game like 15 hours or so but still get story yeah um i love the writing it's cheeky it's fun yeah like the toads you meet the npcs are hilarious and like shout out to little dude of the year mallow i i love that little guy i freaking love mallow i uh I, i'm team mallow over uh, team gino i uh i yeah i'm a hundred i'm a hundred percent i will die for mallow like <laughs> get him in get him in the next smash we yeah. need him mallow for smash these big like stretchy that. arms yes no, yeah he was great um and i think it's like uh it's where we get to see like the beginning of goofy bowser i would have loved to have played yeah. this as a kid um but yeah like i said we missed out in australia and you, you, you've just got this like goofy bowser funny toads it was um just a joy i was smiling the whole time and the music was so catchy yeah it, it was it was um yeah yeah it, I, I did think the same it was a shame you could never play this growing up in australia and the limited uh, release worldwide and so um yeah just just yeah a, a really a great great time and you just smash it out because you just want to keep going you know i was like two hours in and like had like already two of the seven star pieces or a few hours in it was like it doesn't stop it just uh keeps moving along you're, you're not bored um and yeah yeah i think you're right on the bowser stuff because that that is the side of him getting a little bit more silly and uh, um I, I enjoyed um just the variation in enemies and Smithy and uh, all of that, finding out who he, that, mm. like the ending of that is cool too. But, um, you know, they just don't do the uh, weird stuff as much these days. You know, like characters have to look the same no. and uh, they don't vary them as much. And this is a time when uh, that wasn't as much the case. So um, I, I really loved it for that point of view. Um, so next one, we had a direct in September. And so um, this sort of, did a little bit of um, explaining the those games we've just explained that came out in October and November. Um, it also shadow dropped F zero ninety nine that day, and uh, this game is so great. This like like this was rumored oh. before it got announced, and I think I remember saying in the Discord that I'm just going to spend hours playing this game and just really enjoying it. And then turns out to be real. Um, I love I love F Zero. Big fan of F Zero. So to get this as a uh, battle royale, ninety nine players all at once. Um, it is chaos. It is so fun. Um, I I just just love this game. Um, I just yeah keep teetering along with the gameplay hours. I think I'm about twenty five hours into this now, and um, lo loving the content updates. They've got all the tracks now. They've got extra modes. Um, they've just done an ice cup recently, so the tracks are a little bit more slippery as a way to celebrate over Christmas. Um, th th this this game's great, and I, I really hope at least there's some extra things. You're a, you're a big fan too, by the uh, by the uh, yeah. Yes, you made before. Yes, yeah. please. Yes, yeah. please. Oh, it um, uh, it's got like uh, there's a lot of skill to it as well. Like there at is. first, I, I was you know in the bottom half, and I was like, what am I doing wrong? And then I realised, you know. If you go in front of people, they got the arrows of who's behind you, and they give you a boost. Yeah. And kind of once I started focusing on that and getting that technique, I started to um, get a bit higher, top twenty, top ten. Yeah. Still haven't had my um, haven't had my maiden win yet, but it's um, it's going, just a joy to play. Yeah. 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 Um, and it seems to be popular, which means fingers crossed, 
new. I'll, I'll take I'll take a remake of the GameCube game, but hopefully like yeah. a new Switch to F Zero X squared or something, something or whatever yeah, they decide yeah, to go for. That's it. I'll, I'll take a GX remake from the GameCube and uh, get that going because because. Yeah. Uh, I think more people need to experience that and uh, the Sega Nintendo collaboration and uh, a bit more story cutscenes. It's it's a uh, it's a it's a funky time, GX, and uh, would love to see uh, more oh, people yeah. experience that as well. It's a very solid game and uh, great, yeah. great with the controls. There's a world of lore there to, there to, to work on. Um, yeah. I remember reading through all the character descriptions in the manual when I was a kid for um, F Zero X, and I was like, "Oh, these guys seem so cool! <laughs> I want to watch it." You know, I want to watch a cartoon with these guys. Yeah, yeah there's potential there for for a full on full on game. There really is, and I, I think Captain Falcon's known enough through Smash that uh, you know it's not going to be completely like who the hell's this person. Like there, there is enough sort of uh, um, buy-in I feel from people to sort of recognise, and I th- I'd like to think that it would do all right. So um, hopefully, this is the start of uh, the revival of uh, F Zero, which would be uh, awesome. Mm. Um, Outside of that direct, they announced a lot of things for next year or this year now, so we won't touch on them. Um, the other thing was, uh, so we've mentioned all the games now. We had um, the Pokemon DLC, and so we had uh, the Teal the Teal Mask, um, and uh, I forget the other one, but uh, I haven't played these, full disclosure. I haven't really talked about them on the show. Um, I've seen a few people talk about, um, or see them, sorry, play them on my Switch when people are online. Um Hearing all right things about it, um, you know, this is the year of the DLC for Pokemon after Scarlet and Violet, late 2022. And so, um, yeah, just uh, extra more things, I think, happened in the second drop of the of the DLC wave as opposed to the first one. Um, but, uh, Buck, you'd be the same then. If you haven't played the, the mainline stuff, you wouldn't be uh, touching, touching the DLC. No. So, yeah. No, nah, a bit of, yeah, I hit 10 hours into the... To the first one, it's yeah. just such a slow, buggy experience. So, unfortunately, I, I don't like. I'm usually not that frame ratey type of player. Yeah. Like, uh, give me simple, simple graphics and 30 frames per second. I'm happy, but nah, it was too much for me. Yeah, and you, and you stopped. So, um, you, you, you mm. wouldn't have been the only one. So, so conflicted on that game because it was uh, like the most fun I've had. I think in mainline Pokemon for for a while there, but also my eyes. Couldn't stop bleeding from from trying to look at uh, yeah. Everything. I've heard that. Maybe I I, I got to give it a try because the payoff. Everyone says it's the best story, or at least you know the best story since maybe Pokemon White and Black. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah, it's 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 a bit of a poison chalice. I feel it's just one of those things. Um, just uh, not quite what people wanted, but still fun enough. So, um, mm-hmm. outside of that though, um, what a year! So we get a new Mario, we get a new Zelda. We get Pikmin. We get uh, the best Metroid game brought back, remastered. There's a movie. There's um, you yeah. know, other smaller things like Detective Pikachu, WarioWare's remakes of RPG, um, and Bayonetta Origins. Another Kirby. Like like there was pretty well most mainline things got represented this year. Yeah, um, and there was also just indie game after indie game coming out yeah. as well. Not really Nintendo published, no, no, but, but yeah. there was just always something out, always something to play. It, it's great. Being a Nintendo fan is so good. Yeah, that's right. Um, we had the many yeah, indie directs, uh, sorry, indie worlds throughout the year. And then like, I remember Sea of Stars being hyped up and uh, that was talked about in an indie direct mm-hmm. and then getting released. Um, so some really great uh, reception was, was, was awesome. Um, yeah, like 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 Vendor as well, Dredge, just uh, some some really fun um, 
non-Nintendo stuff on the Switch platform was uh, was great to see as well. So, um, an amazing year. I don't think anyone expected that much of an amazing year. Um, I've been playing since day one on the Switch in 2017. Um, there's been some really good years and uh, some all right ones. Um, where does this rate in terms of all the... From 2017 to 2023. On the it's top of your head. There, hey, <laughs> um, on the top of my head, going yeah. top of my head, 2017 and I think 2023. Um, it's a battle between the top three, definitely is 2023, 2022 and 2017 for me. Because um, 2022 had Xenoblade 3, Splatoon 3. For me, that's that's very that's much a, a, um, a me year. Um, but I think in terms of overall, 20, yeah, I'm going to call it 2023 was the best year of the yeah, Switch. There it is. There yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm calling it. <laughs> it's uh, 2023, best year. Everyone thought it was going to be bad. Yeah. Yep. Uh, take that. Um, yeah. I, I, I think it's the most constant. And I don't think I've been as, um, I was always entertained for it. And so I, I think it's my best year on the Switch as well. I, I really um, enjoyed it just, just because I was trying new things. Some, some great games got brought back, but also some new ones just to sort of try them out. I, I, I thought it was unreal. And then, um, yeah, uh, 2017 is obviously another big one. What they had breath of the wild that had Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. You had Splatoon 2, Super Mario Odyssey, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, um, and then Mario yeah. and um, Plus Rabbids as well. So um, a, a great time. Um, I just don't think there was as much filler. Well, not filler, but just those other smaller things in between to keep yeah. you moving along. Um, uh, outside of that, uh, 2018 wasn't huge on, um, but 2019 when we had uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, um, we had uh, Link's Awakening remake. We had um, the Pokemon games, and then uh, this is me off the top of my bit the golf game that year. I'm trying to remember, um, but that, that was a good time as well. Uh, I'm trying to, if I can get a list somewhere, that would be 20, uh, yeah, 2019 yeah, Nintendo Switch. Or something. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I think a golf. I might have got that for my birthday that year. Yeah, yeah, unless that was, I think that might have been 21, actually. Um, there's been so many years oh. now. It's uh, just one of those. Uh, I know. <laughs> front, trying to keep up with it all. But, um, you know, and then. Oh, Mario Maker 2. There we go. That's yeah. right. We had Mario Maker 2. Oh, three Houses. And Three Houses, Yeah, of Three Houses was my game of the year that year, for sure. And Astral Chain was up there. Yes. Yeah, yeah Astral Chain is. Too, oh, I really hope we get another Astral Chain one day. I think, um, I really hope yeah. that uh, does well. Um, so, yeah, that was another great year. And so, no, so, so solid, so solid. Um, so I think they're my three years, my three favorites, 17, 19, and 23. Um, mm -hmm. uh, last year, or sorry, it's not last year, 2022 was pretty good though, wasn't it? Because we got um, not just, uh, uh, we got the Pokemon at the end, um, but we also got um, at the start of the year, Legends Arceus, um, which was Legends a Arceus, completely uh, yeah. Arceus, new. Arceus, Arceus. Oh. Yeah, however you, however you say it. I'm oh, gonna, sorry, sorry. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Great game. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, like you said, Splatoon 3, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, uh, Triangle Strategy, Bayonetta 3, the uh, sequel to Murray and Rabbids, um, uh, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Uh, <laughs> some pretty good yeah. stuff there as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fire Emblem Warriors. That was a really good one. Um, ah, yes. Yep. Another spin-off. 
series. Yeah. Yep. Um, if anything, yeah, 18, 21, and 20 maybe were the uh, lesser ones for me. Uh, 21, we had Mario Party Superstars, um, uh, Game Builder Garage, I'm just, just uh, Nintendo stuff here. Um, WarioWare Get It Together, we had the Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl um, remake, New Pokemon Snap, which was a great time, um, and then things like Shin Megami Tensei 5, Bravely Default 2 as well. Um, so, so a fairly solid year, but not as uh, big as yeah. others. We had um, as well uh, Super Mario 3D World plus um, Bowser's Fury at the start of the year. That was oh, the yeah, reimagining of um, 3D Mario. Open World, we're probably going to get in the next one. Um, and then 2020 was huge with uh, New Horizons Animal Crossing. We've got the Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Super Mario 3 All-Stars um, announced two weeks before it came out. was uh, was crazy <laughs> to me. Yeah, um, got to get in there. Yep. Timed exclusive. It was. And it was the celebration of Mario that year. We had Super Mario Bros. 35. We had uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, uh, the remake there. Um, Paper Mario, the Origami King, which I think is a solid Paper Mario, somewhat of a return mm. to form. Clubhouse Games. Um and then the we had the Mario Kart Live uh, Super Circuit Home Circuit, sorry, game came out that year as well. And then I believe Pikmin Three Deluxe was that year too. Yeah, pretty quiet, pretty quiet year compared Bit of a quieter to uh, one. some of the others. Um, although yeah. it started amazingly well with the Animal Crossing and uh, even Xenoblade. Oh yeah. Um, and then 2019, I think it's the last one we haven't touched yet. Uh, we've got Fire Emblem. No, no, 2018. I need to touch now. My bad. Let me go back. Um, we had Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. That was a big game that year. We had uh, Let's Go yeah. Pikachu and Eevee, um, Mario Tennis Aces, Kirby Star Allies, which wasn't a great time in my opinion. Super Mario Party, not as much as well. Um, the definitive edition of Hyrule Warriors. And then um, I'm probably missing things, but that, uh, that, that was the main stuff that year. No, I think, uh, I think Koshi, you kind of... Yeah, Yoshi. There was you a Yoshi game that year as well, I think. So, um, yeah, not as high up. Twenty eighteen, following up. So, um, in saying that though, there's been some really good years, and uh, most of them uh, slapped pretty hard. I feel and uh, um, done well. well. I'm just, I just look at the Switch library now, and it's, it's, it's so massive, so huge. It's we're gonna look back at the the year of the the years of the Switch, and uh, I think be pretty fond of them. I know we're pretty fond of it now, but. Uh, mm -hmm. Um, I think uh, it was been a pretty great ride so far. I agree. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, we've got some awards, so let's dish these out and uh, award for uh, what was a pretty amazing twenty twenty three. And so, um, I feel most of these are not going to be a surprise. So some of them are going to be pretty obvious. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, I'm just going to make a note at the time. Uh, so for because I do bookmarks when I write upload these to YouTube. Um, so the best Nintendo DLC release. And so we had uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, uh, Future Redeemed, uh, Mario Kart 8 Booster Course Pass, because we had a lot of that this year gone, uh, the Fire Emblem Engage Expansion Pass, and then the Splatoon 3 Incompolis uh, Wave 1, which I don't think that hasn't won. There mm. wasn't a lot to it. Um, yeah, but pretty safe to say. <laughs> pretty safe to say. But uh, congratulations to Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Future, yes. Future Redeemed. Uh, 
Easily won in the end. Well, no, sorry, not easily. Mario Kart 8 booster course pass was second to that one. Um, the other two didn't really get a look in. So um, uh, I think that's a fairly good call out there. Mario Kart 8 booster course pass throughout the year was great. That was the other thing we didn't talk about with uh, yeah. last year. It was uh, some great courses. Uh, really did well to keep the, the game going. And uh, I'm really surprised it took them so long to do the DLC. It, uh, I felt I it was a long time coming. <laughs> We've got new characters. Um, yeah, as well. but it kept the game. Yeah, it kept the game alive. I think I probably put about another forty hours into it. Um, yeah, from, uh, yeah. from from this year. Um, yeah, I'd be uh, something pretty similar as well. So, uh, congratulations to Xenoblade Chronicles Three for the DLC. But um, best indie game released on Switch for twenty twenty three. So we had Sea of Stars, Cocoon, Dave the Diver, Dredge, A Highland Song, and Vampire Survivors, which got its uh, Switch release last year. Um, Pretty even outside of Sea of Stars, which uh, uh, got more than double any other votes, and so um, this was yep. uh, probably another, uh, probably an obvious choice for most people. I think a lot of people were taken back by Sea of Stars and just how uh, uh, beautiful it looked, sort of Chrono triggered inspired. Um, uh, it was out on PlayStation Plus straight away, so we were able to play it. Michaela played a bit of that and enjoyed it too. It just just looked beautiful. Was, uh, was this one you checked out? Yeah, yep. played it on Game Pass. Yep. Um, I'll be picking Game up Pass. a physical copy of the Switch because I really enjoyed it. So I want to have that physical copy when it comes out. Mm. Yeah, really good. The music, it just was pure 90s RPG nostalgia. The The story was great. The mechanics were good. It dipped a little bit in the second act, but then in the third yep. act, it, it got up. I think the only thing that like annoyed me was the true ending is hidden behind like getting all these collectibles. Uh, and, okay. Oh, I'm not a fan of collectibles. No, when you get put into a uh, corner and uh, forced to do it, uh, that's the other thing too I don't like. Yeah. So I beat the game and then I just hopped on YouTube to watch the um, the true ending, Yeah, um, okay. which was a much better ending and well worth it. Yeah. And I think uh, it had my favourite my favorite side character in Gull. In, um, okay. Uh, yeah. There was an award for favourite side character for me. <laughs> it goes to him. That would be the one. Yeah. <laughs> Love that guy. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Nintendo really uh, helped uh, advertise this game on the Switch as well. They they, uh, they they loved this one and got it out to the masses, and uh, it was great to see it. Yeah, on Game Pass and uh, PlayStation Plus too. So a lot of people played this, which was which was cool. Um, best soundtrack. So we had Super Mario Bros. Wonder, The Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom, Advance Wars One Plus Two Reboot Camp, and then Sea of Stars. Um, Advance Wars didn't win, but I wanted to shout out because um, uh, this was made by Australians. The soundtrack. So this was done. Oh, um, really? Yeah, and so they got to play a bit at PAX, and so that, that was a really cool experience, sort of uh, listening to them play around. Um, they uh, the, the consoles, I think they're cold. They were very um, very funny and very talented with the musical instruments, and so uh, a special shout-out for them, special mention. They did not win, though. Um, that uh, award goes to uh, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, so um, another great job there um, by uh, the Nintendo team, and... Um, Getting that one out. Um, I. What one did you vote for, Buck? If you don't mind me asking, was there one that um, uh, took you back? Yeah, it was. It was the Legend of Zelda, as well. um, yep. Tears of the Kingdom. It. Um, and my vote may have been different had I not listened to this podcast that I think Jeff Grubb has been promoting called Strong Songs, okay. and it's just this music podcast by this musician in America who just very beautifully and brilliantly breaks down music 
yeah. um, and explains behind, you know, the musicology behind it all. Yeah. And the deep dive they took into this game, it's like a one-hour podcast. Uh, don't listen to it till you finish the game. And I just had such an appreciation for the music in Tears of the Kingdom. Um, goes through the motifs um, that you hear throughout the game and there's like, you hear this two, these two notes come over and I never picked it up when I was listening to the game, but it's like the first two notes of Zelda's lullaby. And then obviously oh, later on, there's okay. a reveal in the game and then you hear that third note. And um, it was, there was decisions made at every point. There's a reason behind the music being yeah. the way it is. And just, it's so good to listen to um, kind of a music genius explain it all. And I was like, Oh my, Oh my God, this is, Nintendo are fantastic. <laughs> Incredibly uh, so. talented, aren't they? And that's, that's very cool. Yeah. So Strong Song, is that uh, the name of the podcast? Strong Songs, yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, recommend it. Yeah. Uh, I think they've got two Zelda episodes. So they have an episode just on Tears of the Kingdom and yeah. then Older in Their Stream is a episode of just the music of um, um, music of Zelda. Yeah, Strong Songs cool. uh, by Kirk Hamilton. Cool. Yeah. I, I will check that out. I think... Um, Having finished it now, I would love to sort of understand it a bit more. I just, it, like, it's it's an interesting choice. Like, maybe when you think about it at first for Tears of the Kingdom getting it, because it's, it's subtle at times, isn't it, when you play a lot of Tears of the Kingdom, the, mm. the music to it all. But it's sort of there to sort of, you know, it's an open world, but it's sort of the music sort of adds to it and evokes the emotional reaction to it at times. And um, I, I do really remember at the end um, being re- really beautiful as well and just how they send off the characters and, and how it ends. And so... Um, yeah, just, 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 just a, 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 an amazing game, and uh, I think it, it will feature later on. Uh, spoilers, but um, mm. uh, did, <laughs> did a great time with the with the boats. Um, so next one, uh, best Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack title added. So this is either a sixty four game or a GBA game, and so um, uh, <laughs> we we have a four way tie for this one, which is annoying. No so, way. So. <laughs> So what's happening now, Buck? Whatever you voted for is the winner. If it was one of the four, okay. so it all comes down to you. Oh, let's see if I remember. All right, yep. let's go. So I'll tell you what the nominations were. So it was GoldenEye okay. 007. That got announced and released in January last year. It was Kuri Kuri yep. Kuren. This uh, Game, uh, game oh Boy Advance, uh, you got moved the poll through. It is very cool, but also very frustrating. I, I really loved this game in playing oh, yeah. for the first time. Uh, the Legend of Zelda The Minish Cap. This is Capcom's uh, Legend of Zelda on the GBA. I loved this game earlier this year playing it with, uh, with Drew. We played this together. Um, what, what an underrated game. Uh, Mario Party 3. We got this late last year. Um, I think the best of the 64 games. Um, some great boards. Uh, had some fun playing this. Uh, Metroid Fusion uh, came out a month after the GBA announcement. It had. Um, it meant that all Metroid games, mainline Games were now available on the Switch. That was a cool moment. Uh, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Uh, this was originally a GBA game. Got a remake later on for the 3DS. Um, a cool, really fun game as well. And then Pokemon Stadium 2, which was um, middle of the year. Uh, we were a bit deprived of 64 games at this time, and so uh, the second one Ooh. came out to help uh, bridge the gap. So, um, Buck, what was your what was your favourite there? I, I just I literally needed one more vote. <laughs> So I'm just, I, I laughed at it this morning uh, when I checked the results. And so I. Yeah. Um, drum roll, please. Ooh, all right, let's go. I'm going with this because I had never played it before. 
Um, and it was so much joy to play throughout the year while watching the TV while there's a movie on or something. That's Kira, Kira, Kira. Hey, I'm giving it to that. Well done. Yes. Well done, Kira, oh. Kira, Kira. And uh, it has come from nowhere. And uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the best Nintendo Expansion Park title added. Um, Pips the yeah. Post. It was one of the four drawings. So uh, that was good. If you said um, Pokemon Stadium 2 or uh, maybe uh, Mario and Luigi. Or Mario Party Three that would have that caused some issues, but uh, yep, thank you. For that. <laughs> um, so some some great some great uh, titles here, and, and, and this is the other thing. I was just like so excited for GBA this year, and um, some great titles on that, and um, got to play through a lot of those. And 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 the Minish Cap was a special one for the first time. Oh yeah, I feel bad yeah. for not picking Minish Cap because like <laughs> out of those games, it's probably that's probably my favourite. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, it's done but, now. but I'd played it recently. Yeah, I I I'd replayed it on my DS a couple of months, or like oh, know, maybe a year or so ago. So yeah. it, it had fresh in my mind. So thinking purely for NSO, that I wanted something new. Yeah, love it. So yeah, uh, I'll, I'll go with that as well. Um, all right, next one was for the basic tier for NSO. So this is uh, everything from six. Uh, no, sorry, uh, NES, SNES, and Game Boy. And so. Um, we had a whole bunch of games this year. Um, I included F Zero ninety nine on this list as well because it was a basic option for NSO, and this is overwhelmingly one. Mm. I think that makes sense because all the other games yeah. are uh, old games coming back, but this was a completely new game. Um, this got like over eighty percent of the votes. Um, we had like Tetris, Link's Awakening, Metroid Two, Wario Land Three, Oracle of Seasons and Ages, Pokemon Trading Card Game, Devil World, and the Mysterious Musami Castle. So we had a few other cool options throughout the year, but uh, I think F Zero ninety nine. A uh, clear favourite there, and I think that makes sense. It was a it was a great mm-hmm. time. Um, outside of that, though, um, uh, Oracle of Seasons and Ages got a bit of love, and so I think that uh, if you removed the new game, uh, that might have been the one that people uh, resonated to. Um, next one we had is the best Nintendo remake slash remaster for twenty twenty three. So we had Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe, Metroid Prime Remastered, Advance Wars One Plus Two Reboot Camp, and Super Mario RPG. So we had a few. There's a few different choices there. Yeah. Um, this is a close one between two, I reckon. It, it was not in the end. Everyone voted for Metroid oh. Prime Remastered in the end. So All right, there we go. Super Mario RPG didn't get one vote. So I was a little surprised by that. Uh, I thought oh, yeah. it might be a bit of love, but I think just uh, I think everyone like us was pr- probably taken aback with how amazing Metroid Prime Remastered looked. And so, um, yeah. yeah, very easy winner there. Um most anticipated 2024 Switch game. And so um, we've got another code recollection coming up next week. We've got Mario vs. Donkey mm-hmm. Kong the month after. Princess Peach Showtime in March. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 2 sometime in our winter summer for the Northern Hemisphere. And then Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door probably around about that time as well. Um, it was between Princess Peach Showtime and Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door. But uh, Paper Mario is just pipped uh, the post Princess Peach by a vote, and so uh, Paper Mario, most anticipated game for this year. Um, I think people who haven't played it have heard so much about it, and people who've played it, you know, have loved the game so much. And so it's just one of those uh, games that uh, you really have to play for yourself. I can't wait to play this one again and finish it this time. I haven't actually finished mm. it before, so yeah. Um, yeah, very keen for that as well. And then Showtime, like I really don't know what to expect, and I hope I'm really pleasantly surprised by that. And it's uh, something decent and can lead to other games in the series that might be a new thing uh, from this point onwards. Uh, most disappointing game. So um, we had a f- 
had a couple outside of the really good stuff this year. Um, we had Everybody Want to Switch, yeah. the Batman Arkham trilogy on mm-hmm. Switch, which was really buggy, especially um, Arkham Knight. Um, the Mortal Kombat 1 Switch port, and then Detective Pikachu Returns, maybe just from a um, graphical point of view. Um, Detective Pikachu Returns did not win. Um, this goes to the Batman Arkham trilogy on Switch, and so... Um, you know, yeah. uh, for such a beloved trilogy, I think the treatment it got for, um, I think the first two games were fine, That what, they're 360 games equivalent, equivalents, but um, Batman Arkham Knight, PS4 at least, and uh, it is a horrible time. I've seen plenty of YouTube videos now to see it uh, doesn't look good. Um, the porting job might have been a bridge too far, and so whether they should have just done single releases maybe instead of a trilogy, having the option to sort of buy... Maybe one or two of these mm. games might have been the way to go. So, um, what do you think of these games growing up? I love these. These were like my childhood playing at Arkham Asylum and City, especially. Um, I have fond memories of um, uh, a mate of mine who was playing Arkham Asylum a lot. I never actually got to them. Um, I've I've got them on my Series X because they regularly go on sale for like five bucks. Um, but yeah, I saw the 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 gameplay footage. Um, I think of Arkham Knight and it, it looked unplayable. So it's it's one of those, like, if you can play it anywhere else, Steam or Xbox or PlayStation, do it because it'll yeah. be cheaper and it'll it'll be better. It'll yeah. be more worth it. No, that's right. That's right. All righty. Um, and then um, uh, best RPG. So we had a few this year again. Uh, Octopath <laughs> Traveler 2, Sea of Stars, Fire Emblem Engage, Star Ocean, the second story R, and then Super Mario RPG. So um, another solid year of games here. Um, Buck, what do you think is one here, though? I think it's... Uh, uh, it's a toss-up between Sea of Stars and Mario RPG. This was the toughest one for me to... Um, to vote for? To tick. I didn't know. Yep. I didn't know. I think I went with Mario RPG in the end, but I think Sea of Stars is going to take it. No, you're right. RPG is one. So... Uh, most people, over half, voted for Super Mario RPG. So that one's taken it Ooh, out. There you um, go. Yeah, and then a bit, bit fairly spread out between the others as well. And so, um, yeah, just uh, people really resonated with it. Uh, I, I was thinking maybe Sea of Stars or, um, yeah, maybe not the others. I think, think Octopath Traveler 2 is kind of uh, not too many people have sort of played that one and uh, done so much with it, even though it's done really well. Uh, like people that have played it have loved it. Um, heard really good things. Yeah, it's it. It seems like my time of game, but it's been kicked down the road to this year. Um, uh, I only finished Triangle Strategy last year, which is like the same team, so I'm always a year behind. Yeah, with these guys. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. So, um, yeah, another good year for RPGs. But uh, the final final award we have is for the best Nintendo published game in 2023. And so all the games we talked about today, they're all nominated pretty well. Um, and so, like, Final Engage, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe, Metroid Primary Mastered, Bayonetta Origins, Advance Wars, Tears of the Kingdom, Everybody Want to Switch, Pikmin 4, F-Zero 99, Detective Picture Returns, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, WarioWare Move It, and Super Mario RPG. What was the best one? I think it is between two, but it's not really, is it? Um, Buck, what's the winner? You can tell me. The winner is The Legend of Zelda, yes. Tears of the Kingdom. Yes. Let's go. Easily, yeah. easily won it. Um, yeah. What a great game. What a great year. Um, and then uh, I just... Uh, I, I, all, all those other games, because they came out another year, they might have had a good chance of winning it that year. But uh, um, 
it was just Marvel and Tears of the Kingdom again. The, the, the scale of it, what they did, yeah. Yeah. I, I just just how fun it is. How there's no bugs. The music, everything no. about it is just. I just can't believe how great of a game it is. I can't believe that with basically a 2016 tablet, they made a physics mechanics that lets you create and anything you can think of. It just works. It just works. <laughs> like people made people made running computers, like basic, you know, um, binary computers <laughs> work. The the creativity in yeah. this game, this the scope, it. I'm saying it's on the switch and it just works. Um, and like we see, we spoke earlier in the episode, AAA developed games with 300 million budgets come out choppy and they don't work. Yeah. And the, the level of care and love that went into this game from Nintendo is just amazing. Amazing. It, it was the only winner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other companies fault, like you said, Nintendo is just able to rise to the occasion and produce really quality stuff. They, uh, don't release games early. They delay them when they need to. Um, you know, you see with Cyberpunk, you've seen with other titles, other other ones for other consoles. You just they're not they're not ready. They're undercooked, and uh, people, you know, not just the players suffer, but also the, those who develop it don't get enough time. The crunch, all of it. Just Nintendo does it the right way, and so um, love love this game. Love what it's brought. Um, I've had a new fond appreciation of not just the 3D Zelda's, but I've been playing a lot of the older stuff now. And really, I think this sort of the open world of Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom sort of really got me into this series. And uh, I'm just loving all of it now. So um, a, a great game. I can't wait for the next one whenever it comes out. And I can't imagine what they're going to do next because I don't know how they're going to top it. I, 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 I like they had the hardest task, mm. I feel, right now to try and uh, do yeah. beat, beat that game, the next big Zelda game, whatever they come up with. So... Um, I want to thank everyone for voting. Thank you for voting and uh, participating. Um, it, was, it was great fun putting this together. If there's any new categories for next year and you have any ideas, suggestions, let me know. Um, we can do some more stupid ones or something. Maybe next year we'll do best sidekick or something so we can get some of the uh, the weird ones, the observer in or something for some reason just to uh, make it a bit more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, now it is time. We've done 2023 now. We've uh, reflected, looked at all that. Now we're going to... Ref- uh, predict 2024 and so um, uh, this is fun I always like doing this we're going to look to the year ahead and see what we think is going to happen Nintendo wise um, and then I had to go last year I was not good at it so uh, we'll, we'll see how I went doing that um, obviously a lot with the switch to whatever it, it is going to be cold or supposedly be um, it's got games upcoming got another code Donkey Mario versus Donkey Kong Princess Peach Showtime, and then uh, Paper Mario and Luigi's Mansion 2 coming up sometime. Um, but there's going to be some other games throughout the year. And so, um, Buck, I reckon we take some turns. Maybe we, we tell each other a prediction we've got each. Um, we can let each other know if we agree with it or not and, and go from there. So, um, okay. my, my first one is I think we're going to get a direct in Feb again. And I think... We're going to get another shadow drop of Metroid Prime, but this time it'll be two and three together in a bundle. Oh yeah, strong shout. Yeah, so I, th- I think they're going to do the same thing they did last year and uh, give us the games. I think they're going to give us two and three in the lead up to four, and if they do it around this time now, there might be enough gap between that and four. Yeah, what do I, you think? I think that is that is on the 
I think that's on the money, and I think that's that, that's a shoe in. I reckon a shoe in. I hope so. Um, I hope so. Yeah, two games, full price. They probably won't have the the polish of Metroid Prime Remastered, but they'll still be good. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking for that reason, it yeah. will uh, yeah be less polished and uh, just a bit more of an HD upscale or something like that. Um, but I, I won't mind that if it's got the yeah. the controls that Metroid Prime Remastered had with the dual stick bring it into the modern age in terms of controls and all that. I think it's, uh, that is all I need, and I'd be pretty happy uh, replaying them going into it. Um, so I'm, I'm saying Feb next month. I hope so. Um, you know, And we get like a physical delay as well. Um, I think it worked all right for them, but I'm, I'm not sure. It might not have. And if, if they do something different, it might be because of that, whether they announce it like two months to come later on and it's like a physical release as well as a digital then. But... Uh, we shall see. Um, Buck, what's your first one? What, what do you think is going to happen this year? First, ooh, first prediction, I agree with you. It's going to be a Feb, um, just for a bit of fun. Let's pick the date. Let's pick the date. They love <laughs> a midweek one. Let's go with, in at least Australian time, let's go with Thursday the 8th of February. Yeah, that's um, midweek usually, isn't and, it? Yeah. yeah. We're going to open with some kind of medieval style um, painting and a little voiceover and it's going to be Fire Emblem Genealogy of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> that'll, that'll be the opening. That's, that's my prediction. So uh, this is your uh, fancy critic pick, isn't it, in the um, unannounced? Is that, yeah, uh, yeah. Yes? So you're willing this into the show as well. I like it. Um, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, we've had a couple of new Fire Emblems now, but we haven't had a remake on, uh, on the Switch. So uh, right. that... If we're going to do another Fire Emblem, I think that would be the, the way to go. And this is yeah. what a Super Nintendo one that uh, no one in the West has really touched. So a cool, like, will feel new no, to us. Unless you've it? got the, uh, yeah, unless you got the fan translation, it, uh, that and its sequel never got, um, never got releases. So potentially, I see it doing that, and then the sequel, I can't remember what it's called, will be DLC. Um, uh, okay. Yep. Um, yep. And I think, yeah, Nintendo are happy just having a Fire Emblem or a Fire Emblem spin-off every year and a half or so. So Yep, yep. I, I like it, I like it. The rumours are they've been sitting on this for about two years. Yeah. Yes, yes, they got it ready to go or something. So uh, whether they, um, this now might yeah. be the year, it's been already a year since uh, Engage now, so it might be a good time to do that. Uh, what, what month are you putting uh, this remake to come out in the year? I'm going with, what have I put it? July. 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 All right, July. cool. So summer yeah. for those in the, the Northern Hemisphere. I like that. All righty. Um, for me, I think it is time for Dogs and Cats to come back. I think it is one of those series that they haven't done for a while and they just need to do one. And I feel like, I think we're both predicting a Switch 2 or whatever to come this year. I think I think this is a good buffer between um, that and the uh, new console. So... I'm going to predict in this direct, we're going to get a Dogs and Cats announcement coming out in April. We're going to get to it in April. Um, it's going to, you know, dogs and cats and then um, n new features, uh, you know, nothing too crazy from the others. Um, I, but I think it'll be a new one and nothing, uh, not, not like a rehashing of a 3DS game or something like that. What's your What's your next one? It. Oh, uh, just got to say, good shout with Cats and Dogs. I reckon yeah. that'll, that'll sell a couple of million. A couple of that million. Is, that is casual Nintendo all over. Oh, yeah. Um, my next one is 
it's time for a new Mario sports game. We're getting Mario Sluggers Baseball June. Heck yeah, <laughs> heck yeah. I, I yeah. really want to play a baseball game with Mario. Never done it. Yeah. If you, um, you, so you nah, played neither have I. The, the GameCube one was... Re- no, I didn't. The GameCube one ranked like it, it. It received really well, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it did. So, yeah. Yeah, and Japan are baseball mad. I went to it when I was in Japan once. I went to a baseball game. There's like 60,000 people, and they didn't stop singing for the whole... Baseball goes for a long time. Yeah. And they didn't stop singing. Wow. So a country that's that obsessed with baseball and they love Nintendo, this is just printing money for them. The way to do it. That's cool. I, um, yeah. yeah. I'm surprised I haven't done it yet. I think, um, what we've had, uh, 18 was tennis, 21 was golf, 22 golf. was soccer. I think they're due now. It's been yeah. two years since that. And so, um, I reckon baseball's, baseball's the way to go. Uh, I think, um, yeah. It's worldwide enough. If it wasn't baseball, um, I've heard gridiron floated before. I don't know if maybe that could be interesting to see them take that on. Um, I, th- I think sluggers. And then you could do a bit of motion control with that, but hopefully button controls as well. Um, and then I just hope it's not as basic as next level with their uh, strikers game. I think uh, that was a uh, bit of a yeah. disappointment. Let's hope it's Camelot. Yes. Um, yeah, return yeah. to form with Camelot. Mario strikers. Mario Strikers, I got the demo. I probably played the demo for three hours, and I feel like I played the game. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's it. That's all you need to do, no, just play the demo. Yeah, that, that, that is more <laughs> than enough. Yeah. Um, all right, so my next one, I'm, think, I'm predicting we're going to get Mario Wonder DLC. I think we're just going to get um, mm. free DLC, um, just extra, a couple of extra modes maybe, and then maybe the announcement of a paid one as well. I'm going to, that's my, my pick, with the extra levels, um, like kind of similar to what they did with Odyssey with the Luigi balloons. They added things later on kind of thing just to keep a bit more interest in the game. Um, and then part of this direct, I think they'll date Paper Mario for May and I'm going to go with July for Luigi's Mansion 2. All right. How about you for the next one? Next one. I've seen uh, Team Asano hint that they've got plans for Nintendo Switch in 2024. And I think they have tested the waters with the remake or the remaster of Chrono Cross. I think 2024 oh, yeah. is the year of Chrono Trigger. <laughs> there 2D it is. HD. There it is. Yeah, we need it. 2D. We need it. Give oh, the people what they want. That would be massive. What a, what a massive release yeah. that would be. I, I They've done every other game. I just really wonder why exactly. they haven't done uh, Chrono Trigger now. Um, unless they're really yeah. saving it for something special. Um, is there... A, what year did it come out? Was it 94? Is it 30 yeah, years this year? it was... Oh, there you go. That oh, makes sense. Have have we, oh, if, it's, it if it's this year, that would uh, make a lot of sense then. 30th anniversary and then um, actual... Oh, 95. 95. All right. So yeah, maybe 95. Maybe next year then. Okay. But that would be oh, cool for a 30 not. year, but I would love it this year anyway. That doesn't really matter, anniversaries. Yeah. But yeah. To, they do like to tie it in every now and then. Um, I, I, I like that. That's a good call. I think... Um, yeah, that that would be eaten up so much that people really, really love that. So that'd be good. Yeah. Alrighty. So outside of that, I don't think there's much else happening for the first six months of the year. I, I think we'll get a few NSO drops, things like that. Um, I I think mm. Luigi's Mansion 2 might be the last proper Switch game because I think in June, 
is when they're going to reveal the Switch 2 or whatever they call it. So I, I don't think they're doing it straight away. And I think they're going to do a little bit of a shorter, like they did with the OG Switch, from uh, announcement to launch. Because well, they announced in October 2016, then uh, March 2017 it came out. And then J- January 2017, well, seven years ago pretty well, just the other day, they announced a few of the games and uh, it, was, it was like a bit of a roadmap for the year. So, so I think a shorter, shorter time frame. They don't need to elongate the time period. Do the same thing again, and um, because you don't want to hurt the momentum of the switch because it's still selling pretty well, isn't it? So, um, mm. yeah, I, I think uh, June it will be announced. So that'll be eff- effectively their direct, and so you'll have that and a few showcase of some games. When, when do you think? Firstly, do you think it will happen this year, and then and then when? I agree. I think during the uh, the E3 or the non-E3 E3 period in June, we will get the next Switch to announce. I yep. think... Yep. Um, I agree that maybe Luigi's Mansion might be the last game, but I think that's not coming out till October. Maybe a Zelda, Wind Waker, Twin, Twilight Princess, Double Pack, November. Yes. But I, I think they announced the Switch 2 in june but it's not till march 2025 oh, i'm gonna be the bad guy here wow. i'm gonna be the heel wow. i think we have one more year of you reckon they're gonna go through another year really interesting I think so interesting. there's just a i think they're, they're waiting they want to launch with a, a certain lineup that's gonna sell and push consoles and considering how well the most recent uh, Monster Hunter Rise sold in Japan on Switch. I think they want to launch with Monster Hunter Wilds, the new one. Okay. And I think that's going to be early 25. Yep. yep. And I also think they need a bit more time for Animal Crossing and they want to launch with a new Animal Crossing. With a new Animal Crossing. Because it would have been uh, maybe about five years early next year by the time that's around. So it's possible, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's possible. It's the same team that does Splatoon. And they did a lot of DLC, of... didn't they, in the end for Animal Crossing? Yeah. So they did a bit of support. So, um, I don't okay. know. Maybe it's a bit optimistic, but. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, they're on a winner here, and they, they know, you know, the moment they go to a new console like Wii to Wii U, there's the potential for it to completely fall off and uh, lose all momentum. Um, I suppose we didn't have a lot of momentum going to its last years, so it's a bit of a different time for them now. They. I, I, they must be very cognizant of the fact that the Switch sells so well that they don't want to ruin it and, uh, you know, stuff it up, so to speak. So um, an, another year might potentially be there for sure if they think they can uh, keep going through this year and sell decently and have software for it. But they proved it last year that they do. So um wouldn't surprise mm-hmm. me that uh, that might be the, the way to go about it. So, um all right, so let, let, let's talk about what we... Th- right, even if you think it's next year, 2025, what, what do you think yeah. the Switch 2... Like, firstly, do you think it's the 2? Do you think it'll have a different name? Um, and then, like, like pricing and features. What do you think? Um, I, don't, I just can't see Nintendo doing Switch 2. They're going to do something. <laughs> something silly. Something classic Nintendo. Um, the one that's probably getting the most traction online is the, Super Ninte- the Nintendo Super Switch or the Super yeah. Nintendo Switch. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I, I, I like it. Um, and then there's, you can play with the color scheme and the buttons or something. So it's like the SNES, but, um, uh, you know, I'm not a, a technical expert, but, um, you know, apparently it's going to have DLSS, uh, 4k yeah. upscaling. I know, I, I think I know what 4k upscaling <laughs> means. I think yep. 4k docked. Um, 
I think they're going to keep with the Joy-Cons. I think they're just going to be better, more stable, um, and have a whole effect so you don't get the drift. Um, yeah. It's going to be more pricey because they, I think, yeah, I think we're, as Australians, we're probably going to be paying about 650 Yeah, probably I think it's going it? to yeah. hit the pocket. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do we pay for a PS5? PS5 is like eight, 800 900 mm, Yep. So it won't, won't be so that expensive. Six, yeah, but uh, up there. About 650 hits. And then maybe they'll, there'll be a light iteration a couple of years down the track for 500 maybe. Yep, just to get uh, that lower end into it as well. All right. There you go. Yeah. I, um, I, I, I'm going with the two. I, I really think they... Like from Wii to Wii U, they confused everyone and made it so hard for people to mm-hmm. understand what it was. People thought it was the gamepad. They didn't know it was a new console at all. So I, I think just keep it simple, call it the two. And this will be the most un-Nintendo thing they yeah. ever do. But I think, I, I really feel they've done the most, like like this whole transition period from the next one, this to the next one. They, they must have done so much work into how can we keep the momentum going? How can we keep it so that it doesn't, completely fall off a cliff and i just think anything else but a switch to risks uh, making that worse and so um so i, I think a two um i think mm-hmm. it will have not too much of a change from one iteration to the next this this is me thinking they're going to be you know a bit more like playstation and xbox with this i obviously um it, games will look better. It will look much better than before. I don't know if it's going to do the whole um, output capability that people think it's going to do. Um, I've heard murmurings that it might be 4K, it might not be. Um, I would love for it to hit 4K at least. At least. But uh, I, Nintendo being Nintendo, I think they can get away with it not being that. Um, uh, no, I, I, Big things for me, I think, um, the, the Joy-Cons, I, I, they're not... Fun to hold. I, I would like a new controller, actually. I think I wouldn't mind a new nope. ergonomic holding controller, something with a bit more um, depth to it that um, helps. Um, and, you know, if they have a bit more of a shaped controller, what else can they do with it? Can they build on from what they had before? And so um, I think, uh, you know, the... Um, uh, extra features like AR or VR. I don't know if it's going to do things like that or even have a camera. Um, I, I just really think they're going to keep it simple again and just, uh, you know, just just more of the same, just better and improve on everything else, make it look different enough. Yeah. Um, and hopefully uh, that should be enough to get people across the line. So it will be, my prediction is the most un-Nintendo thing they've ever done from one console generation to the next. Um, effectively what NES to SNES is, really, in terms of um, hardware and output, maybe, even though that was pretty amazing from 8 to 16-bit um, graphical performance and more buttons. I just think um, that they'll keep it simple. So um, we've heard 400 US dollars might be the new price. That's about over $600 Australian. So if we're looking, what, the OLED's about 540 Australian now. So if we, it'd be at least 600, wouldn't it? And it wouldn't surprise if it hits yeah. the 650 mark. Um uh, OLED as standard, do you think it'll be OLED or do you think it will have? I've heard murmurings that it will be, it won't be. No, no one knows. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people, when they hear, they're like, um, oh, it's not going to be OLED, it's like the sky's falling, it's going to be bad. But 
not all LEDs are created equal. There's yeah. some like really good. It depends on what LED screen they use. Um, knowing Nintendo, they'll probably save the OLED for a later iteration and just put like a decent screen, one that's better than the Switch that pops a bit more. Yeah, yeah, and I, I would take that. Um, although the OLED, I would love for it to be standard because I, I look at that now. I look at Mickey's and I look at my old day one launch one and it's uh, smaller <laughs> to begin with but the uh, the colors definitely don't pop so um yeah. would, would love to see that as my, standard my eyes haven't seen uh, my eyes haven't seen the light yet so i haven't seen the oled so i i can't be tempted what no, i don't know that's good that's good keep keep uh, keep up the ignorance it's uh, always a good thing um do you think there yeah. are multiple revisions sorry multiple like versions at launch like we saw with the wii u we had the basic and the premium we've seen now with xbox and microsoft they they want to do your standard you can put your physical media into it but also there's a digital only version that's a bit cheaper um mm. to get people in do, do you think nintendo go down that route and um offer two i don't know i think yep. with you they're keeping it simple they're going to have the one they don't want to confuse the market and you know what? You've sold me on Switch 2. I think it's going to work. <laughs> like, it it works for PlayStation. They sell so many consoles. And, like, everyone I know, like, who's a casual gamer or, like, just, you know, they, they get confused with Xbox. They're like, wait, didn't they have the One Net? And I have to go, yeah. no, that was the One X, and this yep. is the Series X. Yep. And then there's the Series S. Um, but then there's the One XS. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's it's confusing. So minefield, isn't it? Switch 2. Yeah. I think, yeah, uh, yeah, it's a safe bet. Um, yeah, I, I, and then, then to simplify it again, I don't think they offer a different option tiering wise. I don't think they offer yeah. a basic or a premium. It'll be a, your standard Switch Two console. Um, uh, we'll yeah. have we'll have different starting colors to what we had with red and blue. Um, as a, uh, I reckon, can we? We had black, didn't we? Is all the, all the charcoal? So yeah, black and the neon, or is it the neon ones? Yeah. Yeah, so whether they did a different sort of slight different change in the color or whether it's the different shape and look at the console, that's enough and they keep it all black or something again. Um, we'll, we'll wait and see. But I just I just think, yeah, anything to overcomplicate it makes it hard. And so, the, the, yeah, just do the opposite of what the Wii U did and uh, you might do all right yeah. with, this, with, this, <laughs> uh, with, with this generation. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think... Um, yeah, so we've done the name, we've done the uh, uh, announcement, but some basic things on the fi- on the um, features. I, I I think um I think I think the dock's going to be smaller. Like even if they have a dock, it could be a bit of a stand really, and they just mm. it goes into the stand. And then um uh I've seen people talk about even as you dock the switch to the TV, you could still maybe see the screen of the switch, and uh, that could be like a different display. I don't know about that. I think that adds a bit of an extra um, com- complexity to it all, things like that. I just think um, the, the stand can be smaller again. It doesn't really need to be covered up. It could be something pretty basic you have at the bottom and um, some features on that. Um, I, I'm really not calling any massive change to, to, to what they deliver. Maybe, maybe some better performing controllers and uh, maybe more um, one-to-one motion with the actual um, Joy-Con, whatever you're going to call mm. them now, but I just don't think it's going to be too too different. Anything you're, you're thinking? I agree. I, I think you're spot on. Um, yeah, slim down like none of... Uh, probably, they, I reckon they get rid of the IR camera. It was used for two, three games. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, simple design. Um, 
better joy cons but better motion controls yeah agree with all of that yeah um i reckon the way it docks to the tv is probably going to be different whether like you said with it doesn't cover the front screen that that could leave up um some mini game options for some games but or whether it's a i don't know like a dongle you plug into your hdmi and it connects to that yeah you know wirelessly yep. maybe i don't yeah. know i don't know i don't know if the technology's there um without lag those yeah so. yeah not sure maybe I, something like that something like that I, i've even um thought or heard about uh, the switch being able to project onto a screen and so if you didn't have a tv and you're out somewhere like local outside you could project it onto a wall or, or somewhere like side of a tent and you could potentially play on that that, that that'd be a cool thing all I right that's good oh, i'd love that yeah whether there'd be enough interest in that but you know it seems like there might there might be something to make it really portable but so you're not all clamoring over a small screen hunched over trying to play that, something like that. Um, backwards compatibility, do you think it has to play Switch? Do you think there is ever even a, a notion that it is not backwards compatible and you need to bring everything across? I think it, it 100% has to. you just got to look at Nintendo's history. Now, we always had the two SKUs, the handheld and the console, mm. and then we had the, the cutoff was the Switch. So no backwards compatibility there, but that's fine. But like if you look back, Game Boy Color back compat with the Game Boy, Game Boy Advance back with Game Boy Color, Game Boy yep, Advance, yep. DS back with Game Boy Advance, 3DS back with DS. Like they've always been back compatible. Yeah, especially um, for handhelds, aren't they? Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, it's so I, I, it's 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 a no-brainer. Yeah, for, for such a big library as well, and uh, so many people still playing the games to sort of uh, ease them across to this new one. I think um, make makes a lot of sense. Um, even her talks of you know, it, what if they had uh, um, upscaled games? What if they re- they could release Tears of the Kingdom upscaled a bit more and uh, re- re- repackage it or something with yeah. Breath of the Wild? They could do a double pack and release it to the wild and, uh, and uh, you know, um, or even pay a bit of money, a little bit of extra money, and you can sort of upscale, upgrade your games, play them on the new Switch 2 at a better um, frame rate and graphical output and it looks sharper, things like that, even in 4K, if it is 4K. Um, there, oh, there could be things yeah. like that. Games. Just, yeah. So many potential there, like games like Bayonetta three, Pokemon, that may yeah. get a, a second chance, a new yeah. lease of life to looking a to looking a bit better. That's mm. right. So, um, all right. So the lineup. What do you think that what's what's one of the launch titles? Do you think this game, this console is going to have? Because uh, I think there'll be a lot of third party support straight away. Um, but what do you think uh, is going to be there at the start? All right. I said before about Monster Hunter Wilds, that's yes, third party. Yes. Uh, in terms of first party, Mario Kart, Animal Crossing, Metroid Prime 4. <laughs> <laughs> all at launch? It has to. All at launch? Yeah, all at launch. Let's all go. Launch, um, I was thinking maybe a Donkey Kong, but no, I think that's enough. Three, three games and then like one kind of little showcase, one, two switchy type of thing. Yeah, um, as well. And in my opinion, it, it's it's March twenty five, and then you build up end of the year. You get your um your three D Mario, your tenth gen Pokemon. Yeah, as well. Yes, because what? Uh, so so you not you don't think Gen ten this year, do you? But next year. Oh, so no, you're, you're no, you're saying twenty five, aren't so you? As well, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, twenty five. I'm saying twenty five. So I think yeah. like as a good launch year, you start with those games, and then you end with three D Mario. And with 10th gen Pokemon, because that would have been three years since the last one. So that yep. keeps up with their um, 
with their pattern. Yeah, with the yeah, I wish they yeah, extended that, but um, no, that, that, that makes sense. Oh, Definitely. Um, yes. So I, I think yeah. my, my prediction is Mario Kart, the new Mario Kart. I, I think that's very, very uh, a, lock in a safe bet, isn't it? And they've, I, th- I think it's ready. They, yeah. they've, they've got it ready to go. And uh, this DLC, the other stuff with the Mario Kart eights, just have been to hold them off in the meantime. Um, definitely think it was deliberate to spread it out over two years, twenty two and twenty three, and now it's twenty four now. Um, I, I think um, this game, I think the Switch, Switch two comes out in September, so we, I think a, a June announcement, a September launch, um, and it comes day one with Mario Kart nine or or ten, whatever you want to call. It. I think you call it nine. Um, you don't want to confuse people from from eight. Mm. So the the eight, the eight turns sideways, and it's Mario Kart Infinite. Uh, <laughs> this this game will it's never just end. More DLC. It's, a, it's a live service game. It's <laughs> the last one you're ever going to get. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. I I think they really ramp up like the stuff like with the online capability. Um, because the online eight's fine. It works. It's just basic. And so the real sort of um forming lobbies more easily, getting people together, more events. Um, I really think I uh, would love to see more story modes added to this game. Um, um, if they extend the Nintendo umbrella a bit more and have not just um, the mainline Mario stuff, but, you know, they did this a bit with 8, with the Link um, and the Inklings in the game as well. Let, let's let's see a few more um, other Nintendo properties so it becomes a bit more like a Super Smash Bros. for racing. Um, that's, that's what I would love to see. And so... Um, I think this will sell the console. This, having this on launch with the Switch 2 is a, it's a guaranteed way to ensure the success of the console. I think it will go go a long way to make sure it uh, is uh, not going to be a flop like, like the Wii U um, a couple of generations before it. Um, I was arming and ahhing whether I thought a 3D Mario would launch on the same day. Um, I think it won't now. I'm, I'm going to pencil in the November new 3D Mario. So I think they have Mario Kart 9 straight away and then they launched the 3D Mario a couple of months later. So I think November this year we will get that 3D Mario just in time for the holiday period before Black Friday sales, before Christmas shopping mm-hmm. is pretty well done. Um, you can get the new Mario game for Christmas, um, have that under your tree ready to go. So um, what do you what do you think this 3D Mario is going to be? Like a Odyssey 2, a Galaxy 3, something brand new entirely? I think um, it'll be a brand new entirely. It seems Nintendo don't want to acknowledge the um, the the black sheep of the family, which is <laughs> Super Mario Galaxy Two. Yes, they just like yep. to pretend that game doesn't exist. Yes, yes. Um, so as much as it's a great game, um, I think they're going to do something new. Um, potentially, like they seem to be linking Mario and Donkey Kong universes together. They've got mm. a new Donkey Kong Universal World. Yeah. He was prominent in the movie. Maybe a 3D Mario game that features Donkey Kong in some way. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, yeah. I've heard a bit of that as well. Yeah, the worlds are coming together, aren't they? Even in the movie, in the, in the actual parks now. I think um, if they had made a game and uh, that's a way to sort of uh, soft launch Donkey Kong again to the 3D masses, I think uh, I would be all for that. Um, we'll give it a bit more variety, maybe as well, but. Um, yeah, I just what Donkey Kong sixty four is the last three D platforming game we've had for Donkey Kong, so I just really mm. think it's a, it's an unutilized IP Donkey Kong, and it's it's definitely due for its uh, revival. We had Tropical Freeze, the two D one, a few years ago, um, 
ported to the Switch. Such such a great game. I I, I, w- I would take another two D platformer from them if I was honest. But I would love a three D one to to uh, uh, bring in a new age for Donkey Kong, which would be really really cool. So, um, that's good. So we've got a bit of a lineup there. Um, what do you think third party wise comes on launch for the Switch? Because um, you see the Switch and it had barely any like outside of Tears of the Kingdom. It was not and Snipper Clips. One Two Switch. There was not a lot out there. You look at the Wii U on launch, and they had so many games. It was people knowing, thinking it would be a success. So I, I think it's going to be a big one this time. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, developers, publishers ready to go straight away. What do you think? Is there are there any other big ones that you think outside of Monster Hunter? Um, yeah, I, I agree with you there. Um, like it just makes a business. I think a lot of people looked at the Wii U and went, "It's not a good business decision to go with the Switch. It's probably." gonna sell yeah. 20 million it won't do well won't do well and then they've all like regretted it uh yep. so i think third party's coming in strong i reckon elden ring elden game ring. of the year 2022 yes. yeah it, i'm not a souls player i don't like yep. those games but people love them and they in did they launch demon souls or dark souls on the switch in the early early days so there's there's history there you can play dark souls remastered I think, yeah dark switch, souls i think so. yeah yeah it was on there so yeah. um yeah. yeah, I think uh, I think yeah. Elden Ring. Yeah, I think um, yeah, we're going to see a, a few more of the the, the uh, high powered stuff is available to be ported and uh, put mm. onto the Switch too, which would be good to see. Um, I think yeah, Elden Ring would be a great one to get people into uh, playing um, that game. Um, uh, you know, I'd even heard potentially maybe a Baldur's Gate three as floated as a cool thing. Don't know whether it would, would stack up and uh, powerful. Like, I don't know, even Elden Ring's going to be a bit of a tough ask, but uh, I suppose we don't know what it's going to be capable of and what it's going to launch with. Um, but yeah, we're going to see a few more things that probably the Switch wasn't able to cater to be able to be done now, which would be great to see. Um, I'm going to guess a new COD, the new COD Call of Duty game. It's, uh, I think they're going to be uh, ready to go um, for launch and have something there for, for the Nintendo Switch 2. Um, so I think Activision will come to the party. Finally, um, they've, they've mentioned, I think about a year ago now, their intention to do more things on the Switch or Nintendo consoles going forward. So I'm thinking um, that they'll do that here and uh, have something uh, going. Um, my other one is Capcom. Capcom love Nintendo. So I'm thinking Resident Evil 4 Remake. Oh, yeah. I want to see that on the, the console. Resident Evil 4 is a GameCube title originally. So there's a bit of fan love there. So I think they bring that to the Switch 2 and launch um, the remake. I want to play this if it does come to the Switch 2. That would be a be a great one to, to check Top out. Shout. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you very much. Um, outside of that, I think Metroid Prime 4 gets announced this year but comes out early next year. I think um, with between Mario Kart 9 the new Mario game, 3D Mario game, I think uh, we can afford Metroid Prime Four to come out early 2025. So that's my guess. Um, I think it'll be mm. pretty hyped up announcement in June when this console gets announced. I think it'll be a cool time to, to do it. And then potentially that might be a cross-gen one, one that's been made for both the Switch and the Switch 2, and it's just upscaled and uh, looks a lot better on the two. Um, outside of that, that was the main stuff I had. I had no new consoles to NSO. So nothing new on that. Just updating the current uh, consoles that are there right now with the 64 GBA and the Game Boy NES and SNES as well. Um, 
I think no Zelda this year, but next year with the I think Ooh, okay. I, I think on the new console they'll have a uh, Twilight Princess Wind Waker HD. I, I think um yeah I think they want a good I, they, they want a Zelda on the new one and they're not going to get a, the brand new one on there straight away. So poor, these ones maybe yeah. might be the ones to go. That that's my guess. So not this year. Yeah. And I think they're, they're like learned their lessons because they launched the Wii U without a Zelda game. The Wii had Twilight Princess yeah. to go from the start. You kind of you, you need a Zelda yeah. with with the system. Yeah, yeah. that makes so, sense. And for so many players, like people, you know, under the age of twenty, Twilight Princess and Wind Waker are going to be brand new games, and they're beautiful right. games. Yeah, they, they look beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Wind Waker, Wind Waker just looks so beautiful all these years later. Just uh, the, the art style has just held up so well. Um, yeah, I, I'm keen to play these properly. Again, I haven't finished them, so uh, give them a proper go um, and go through it, which which would be awesome to see. Um, that's the main stuff. Were there any other predictions that you had, Buck, that you wanted to uh, to, to share? Oh, anything wild that I can think of. Yeah. Um, no, no, I think it's going to be a really safe, smooth transition. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see anything too wacky. Um, no, it's good. Yeah, yep. no, I think it's, that's it. I think yep. it's going to be a safe transition, open with Mario Kart. Oh, like I said before, I think Animal Crossing maybe, but now I'm starting to doubt five years between games isn't enough time these days. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, getting, yeah. getting even further and harder, isn't it? So, um Mm. Yes, everyone listening, let us know what you think. If you have any other different predictions, um, are we on the mark, do you reckon, or a little, little off, or what do you think is going to happen? Let us know. That'd be uh, great to see. Um, quickly, my predictions from last year. So my predictions for 2023, I had a, I had a few. Ooh. I said Pikmin 4 was going to arrive in July, and I was right. So that was one of the ones I got correct. Hang on. So that will give me a point for that. I said ARMS 2 in August, which was not right, because that doesn't exist. Um, would love to see ARMS 2 one day. Um, right. Maybe legs, the sequel legs, legs will come on. Arms to the and legs, too. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah, uh, I had GBA games coming to NSO in September, so it came out in Feb. So I was correct; it was the next console. I was incorrect on the month, so I've gave given myself half a point for that. Um, I had a Metroid Prime remaster in September. Um, this was in January, so um, I wasn't too far off in the end. So. Um, uh, give me another half point for that, maybe, I think. Um, and then uh, I had a new 2D Mario game in October. So I was bang on with this. I was, uh, that was my, that's my Mr. best prediction. Mr. Notradamus. <laughs> Mr. Notradamus. So um, I figured it was a time for a new one. Oh, and uh, even the that. month as well. So that's, that's, that's a proper one I've got to write. Because Pikmin 4, we already knew about that going into the year. Um, I had Pokemon DLC for Scarlet Violet in two waves in June and November. I was a little bit off, but uh, that's not a great prediction anyway, so I won't give it up to me. I said Advance Wars won't come out in 2023. I was wrong. That was uh, definitely not the case. That came out. And then I had a Metroid Prime 4 trailer at E3, which did not happen. So um, mostly wrong, but I did a couple of decent ones there. So um, for first predictions, you know, usually they're all wrong. I'm... Uh, I'm I'm all right with that. I yeah, think I reckon okay. that's a that's a you know B. That's about a B. B, a B, B minus, yeah, I reckon, you know, I reckon B minus. Yeah, yeah, yeah solid. Happy with those. That's right. Yeah. I'm not going to hide my report card when I go home to mum and dad and how my, how was my day at uh, yeah. school predicting <laughs> Nintendo for 2023. I did all right actually. So, um, we'll uh, we'll mark ourselves uh, next year when we do our uh, next episode. We'll let you know how we go. Um, 
Uh, hopefully we did a bit better, um, which would be good. But um, Buck, we're nearly there. This is uh, the last segment of the show. This is uh, Weird Nintendo. And this is where I go over some weird things that happen in the world. In Nintendo, there's always something going on. Um, and then this episode is... I f- this is so cool over the holiday break. Like, like I learned about Nest Tetris and how there is actually an end game in this game. Because uh, you play Tetris and you just think it goes on forever and the game beats you because you can't keep up. And sooner or later, you're going to stop and fail and the Tetraminos are going to hit the top of the screen and you're going to be out of here. But um, I've learned a lot about Tetris over the break because a 13-year-old boy has beaten the game pretty much by uh, uh, getting the true Tetris kill screen where the game no longer works and crashes. So you beat the game um, in the end. And so um, this is the whole thing. I'm going to link the video that I watched to this because it goes over some techniques that players have developed recently to sort of be able to manipulate the blocks and make them hit in time because once you get to these higher levels, the blocks move so fast like like the processing power you need to actually play this game is phenomenal but um there's a now a technique called rolling and it's a uh, if you watch the video they they hold the nest controller in a weird way and they're kind of flicking it and uh f- um it's hard to sort of show you here without one in my hand but um uh, they 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 flick it and it's a quicker way to move the d-pad in the a and b buttons as you play nest tetris so um, it's very cool. It's been developed recently, and this 13-year-old kid was the first person to get to the kill state, uh, the kill screen. So, um, absolutely unreal. Uh, I, th- I don't know if I could do this as a 13-year-old kid, let alone even now as a uh, as a 30-year-old bloke. It's uh, uh, pretty crazy to think about this kid's done and broken the record, the first one to do it, um, which is unreal. Have you seen a bit of this buck in the... Um, recently in the news yeah, yeah i saw i saw the controversy um but then i i like to i saw the at the end where he um got brought onto a tv show and then they they brought the creator of tetris and then the guy who brought tetris to the west and he's he seemed chuffed and oh what a legend i did yeah. not think he could beat the game i didn't think yeah, there was but... an ending so that was news to me um and i just have all the admiration in the world as someone who is such a bang average tetris player um i think the highest the highest i've ever got in tetris 99 is like 12 and that was the <laughs> best day of my life now yeah <laughs> heck yeah so, so yeah I, yeah uh, it's, it's it's awesome i um yeah to, to have that dedication as well to one game i um i've, mm. I've watched a lot of speed running uh over the over the um break because um games done quickly coming up in the, the u.s um Mickey and I are pretty keen for that. We're going to watch that one live for the first time. Beforehand, we've watched like clips on YouTube and uh, sort of admired how they play games. But I, I don't think I could play one game over and over and over just to try and beat a time. I just, I just, I don't want to game that way. And so my hat goes off to those who do. And uh, to um to to Blue Scooty is his name. Um Willis Willis Blue Scooty Gibson is the thirteen year old kid who beat Tetris. So good on him. Um shame on the Sky News. Uh, reader mm. um uh she uh t- you know jane secker i believe is her name i think she's from the uk um and uh, has a pretty predated view on it and uh, said as a mother i would just say step away from the screen go outside and get some fresh air beating tetris is not a life goal um shame on her i'm gonna yell out shame 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 yeah. because uh, that's not on shame shame um, it is a, a different playing space i feel to what the negative connotations mm. of gaming were back probably in her day when she was uh, first sort of hearing about it. Um, you know, you can do these sorts of things 
doesn't mean you do not go outside or enjoy other things in life. Exactly. Um, making a huge assumption, uh, this huge stigma exists around games still to this day that um, even makes me a little apprehensive when I talk to people for the first time that I'm a bit of a gamer. I shouldn't be like that, but I kind of am a bit. Mm. And so, um, yeah, anything we can do to sort of eliminate this, I think is a good thing. And so uh, it, it's, not, it's not on. I don't, uh, I don't agree with it at all. And I think... Um, I think she's copped a little bit since then. I hope uh, she's seen the messages and heard it. So uh, what do you think, Buck? Um, I'm with you there. I think yeah. it's kind of a bit of a old, outdated class thing maybe. I don't know because yeah. I have a feeling she probably wouldn't say that if it was a 13-year-old chess master who, um, you know, Very chess true. is generally played indoors. That's um, right. Uh, and I think it takes the same level of skill and brain power and whatnot. And, you know, reading books and texts and stuff like that, I think it's just um, it's a, a bit of, yeah, it's outdated thoughts on hobbies and skills and whatnot. So, yeah, I'm with you. Yep, yep. That, so uh, everyone else playing, enjoy, enjoy your stuff. Maybe uh, try not to feel as shameful as I do sometimes talking to people about it. it it's, a, it's, it's a great hobby. Yeah. So many people do it. So it's, um, everyone does it. Um, especially our generation, we've just grown up with it and it's such a common thing. So, um, mm. yeah, I think that's my goal to be a bit more sort of open about it and, and confident in it because there's no, no shame in it whatsoever. All right, Buck, well, thank you so much for coming on. This has been a bumper episode, lots to talk about. I, I knew I had to do something this week because next week it's going to be massive again with Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, and then another Code Recollection. So we've got some really good games mm-hmm. to profile next episode. But... um. Buck, I don't. You don't really do anything online, so you don't really. Unless you, there's something else you want to plug. There's a chance for you to do it now. I can, uh, I can tag you. No, nah, not really. Yeah, yeah. Find me on Twitter at Bucklepuff. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm active in the Discord as well. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't really do anything online. Just kind of in, embrace uh, kind of the the gaming community and the positive Nintendo community out there. Um, yeah. And yeah, always happy to have a chat. And thanks for having me on 2023. You know, I love talking about it. My favorite year in the Switch. Um, and yeah, love, uh, I, I do. I am fond of predicting as well. So I had a great time. Cool. Awesome. My, my pleasure. You're awesome on it. And uh, there, was, there was no one more qualified, honestly. It was uh, definitely uh, had to be you on it. So now no, thanks again. And um, thank you everyone else for listening. It's been a great time. Um, we're back. 2024 here we go it's gonna be a big year for the switch for the switch 2 we're gonna call it enjoy gaming enjoy prince of persia i think that looks pretty good enjoy golden sun and bye for now see you later